Yo, quick ad before we start the show, man. Wonderful sponsor, wonderful person, wonderful company. They doing their thing. Yo, this is for Hudson County only. Hudson County, New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? This is just for the uh for the let's go with Union City, Jersey City, uh North Bergen, West New York, Guttenberg, Weehawken. Right? That's the area. That's the area for now that uh Mario Munchies, uh your personal munch is actually holding down right now. You know, they will be expanding in the future, but right now this is where they're working and they're killing it. They have Ringside, um, which which delivers a bunch of a host of fucking delicious food. Um, they also have the buckets. You could get yourself a, a delicious drink made, you know, that is next next level. You know what I'm saying? You get a good amount for the price and it's delivered to your crib. Are you stupid? You're getting Long Island iced teas at the crib? Fire buckets? Are oh, you bugging out of you're not doing it? So we got that. We got he he's holding down um um for for uh, Sabo Latino. He's holding it down for um White Manor. Plus everything else that's popping in Hudson County, you can order from him and he will pick it up. Order it and he will pick that shit up. You feel me? So you guys are Gucci, you get one price. You're not paying that fucking that the, those other people. I ain't even gonna mention their name. You ain't paying that price because those people are charging you more for per, for the meal that you're paying for, and they're charging you on top of that delivery fee. And you got a tip? Oh, come on, man! You losing there? Mario Munchies, he don't do that. Munchies, he fucking got you, man. One flat fee. He has one flat fee for the restaurant. One flat fee for you, man. He's taking care of everybody. This dude's a beast. What a great company. And, and and been doing this before the companies that are doing it right now. But corporate people always steal shit from the little man. So what I'm trying to say, guys, support local. Hudson County, all my Hudson County niggas, support local, man. You want some White Castle in the middle of the night? Holla. You want uh, some Dutchies and, and, and some, some other shit later on today? He got you. No problem, man. Munchies, yourpersonalmunch.com, and you can call them at 201-838. Five five three five, man. You cannot win. All right, one more time. Mario Munchies, Munchies, uh, yourpersonalmunch.com, yourpersonalmunch.com, and um, his phone number is 201-838-5535. Hit him up, man. He got you. Yo, this Whiskey No Chaser podcast. It is podcast on the planet. That's me, Hector. Today, I got a very, very special guest. I got my homie, Mike, a.k.a. All well. Check them out. What up? What's good? What's good, bro? Everything. Everything is good. Oh, thanks for having me too, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming through. I know you're a busy man. I know you have a life. I know you uh, have other things going on, but you took time to come through and see me on a fucking Wednesday afternoon. So that's big, and I appreciate you. You know, first and foremost, you always want to support the people that, you know, you look close. You know, family, friends. You want to always make sure you take that time out of support. Even before we got here, go to your dad's store, get son a drink. Support is more important than love in my eyes, so I, I love supporting people. Word. And that's how it should be, man. People don't um don't do that enough. I always say that shit. I always talk about the local support and the way how people, um, especially here, where we're, where we're from, Union City, you know what I'm saying? You don't really see that a lot. It's starting to happen, though. 
You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to the artists, I, I don't see a whole like collaboration happening and people going all over the place. And if they are doing it, I don't think it, I don't think they're putting it out. Well, a lot of people don't understand about Union City and Hudson County. Like a lot of the immigrants that came over here, especially like my parents being from Cuba, they came over in the 60s. You know, we had to basically support each other's businesses for them to grow. And I think that's why people that come from where come from, they got it in them. Yeah. It's something we see a lot. I'd always go to the in-town pizzeria before I go anywhere for pizza. You know, if somebody needed something done in the house, they typically would give my father a call since we had a construction business. And that's what I think a lot of people know about Union City as a county. We got it in us, but we got to do it. Got to support each other. Yeah, we absolutely have it in us and shit. I mean, you know, having businesses um, and even online businesses, because that's a lot of people do nowadays. Now, don't get it twisted. Let me, let me also, let me not sugarcoat and be extra cutesy about everything either, because a lot of y'all niggas is selling shit that I don't want to buy. You know what I'm saying? Your, your T-shirts are not that good, some of y'all. Some of y'all making T-shirts that say shit that I can't wear. I'm 38 years old. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's not that I'm not trying to support. I want to support. But when you have something dope, when people have dope shit, I buy it. Most of the shit, most of the shit, if I can, I buy it. You know what I'm saying? But if it's something that, that doesn't fit me or it's, you know, I don't, I don't fucking jack it, then I'm not buying it. Just, you are just an opinion-based business. Facts. And anything you do, when you look at business, most of the time, it's going to be whether somebody can relate to it or somebody sees a need for it. I always felt as an artist making music, when I make a song, you know, I don't really make a song for somebody to like it or hate it. I pretty much just make whatever I feel that day. And if you rock with it, you rock with it. If you don't, you don't. It's still art at the end of the day. So mm -hmm. I never think it's right to say something ain't hot or something is, is corny because to you, you don't have to mess with it. You don't have to like it. But that still took someone's time, someone's yes. effort and craft. And I think that is something to be spoken for. Yeah. Even you if you don't me right now? It. Is, is nah. <laughs> No, because I was like, some nah, of y'all niggas have talk. some whack shit. But, you know I'm not going to wear it if I don't like it, heck, real talk. I'm not, I'm not rocking it if I don't like it. But it's like, I also understand that there's somebody out there that that might be their favorite shit. Facts, 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 facts. And that is something that has to be a part of the art. Like, it's art at the end of the day, whether you fuck with it or not, but it's still your right. Appreciate that. Sir, cheers. Yeah. Coming again. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey. Yeah, sure, a little bit of black. They're not, they're not, they're not sponsoring us, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, man. You know, that just on the strength of that, like, you know, a lot of people you want to support shit. I want to buy everybody's shit. I want everybody to blow up in this area. I want I want this area to become something because there's a lot of talent. And um, but the thing is that it feels like I say this a lot, it feels like there's not enough support. Or is it that do we or do we not have enough people to to, to like blow this shit up? Because you know how niggas come from their town and like niggas that blow up, right, little baby or any of them dudes, they had a real big buzz in their area before they could make a, a noise anywhere else. That's just how that goes. Who the fuck is really making noise noise around here besides Albiel? But he's locked up. Well, from seeing a lot of your earlier podcasts, uh, I saw that a lot of the times this conversation would come up. Yeah. And it's not just happening here. It does happen other places, but then some places obviously make it work and support each other. Yeah. I truly feel that everybody in Hudson County wants to work. And it's something that I'm in the forefront of personally, just trying to work with artists, yeah. supporting artists. And I truly feel we're moving in that direction, even though some people might not see it as far as a lot of people doing yeah. it. 
But you know, I'm working with a lot of artists on my new album that I got dropping. A lot of the songs that a lot of the songs that I've already put out, like my first two singles, you know, were featured with, you know, my Brody's from Jersey City, just trying to always spread the love and spread the support and the more the merrier, because I ain't really trying to be at the top of the mountain by myself. I tell people that all the time. I ain't trying to be at the top of the mountain by myself. I want to be with everybody else so we could all get that view. Love that sound, dog. That's love, That's man. real talk. Yeah, no, nah, I see K from the heart. I can tell. You've always <laughs> been that type of cat, though. You've always been, for, for sure, always been a kind person, though. Always. I've always, I've always caught that vibe from you. I don't, I don't, I don't, and I ain't never caught nobody say, yo, that nigga Mike, he a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no, nah, listen. I try my best to just put out that positive energy and listen, you know, we grew up in a place where we're, you know, city like. And I think a lot of times you're dealing with people more than people that are not around a lot of people. And I just always felt putting out that positive vibe comes back tenfold. And I really personally just try to be myself and, and give my energy out to the world. Yeah, man. Yo, let me ask you because, you know, we actually skipped that when we first started. You know, I know we're talking about, you know, people know now that you're, you're, you're an artist, but let them know pretty much everything you do. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to, I guess, your music or even, you know, business-wise, you know, if you have any businesses going, apparently you're not a broke nigga. Look at this nigga's outfit. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, listen. Hey, listen, I try to just work hard, man. And I tell people all the time, I come from a family that, you know, came here with nothing, but uh, my father had an American dream and, and was able to start from the bottom, putting in boilers himself and was able to create a very big, you know, business in the construction game and yeah. that's something that I really tried to do for a long time. Worked with him for about three, four years. But I just didn't have that passion for it. And in that business, the only reason my father was able to get that success was because he was very into what he did and he loved what he did. So after doing that for a while, I always did music just because I always felt that like that was like the way I vent. That's my mm-hmm. therapy. But I'm making music, I think, better now than ever because I'm not making music for the wrong reason. When I was younger, I made music to try to blow up, try to you know, become some star and get everybody out of you know, where we live and live better, whatever, even though we was living good, always, always better. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I was making music for the wrong reasons. I was just trying to get a deal. And now I just make music to make music, and I think that's why. Thanks. You, you, do you play any instruments or anything like that also? Because some people do, you know, the, <clears throat> like, you know, I had Cito on the beat here. That dude's a fucking talent monster. I don't know if you know yeah, him. Yeah, no, shout out to Cito. Definitely, that's my man. Yeah, yeah. Dude is a talent monster. Of course, he plays instruments, you know what I'm saying? But you, you rap. I'm just saying, do you have any other side of the game plus the music that you... you no, I definitely don't play in? any instruments. My main thing that I always did Man. is it started with poetry for me, you know what I'm saying? As like a nine, ten-year-old just pretty much trying to write poetry and started there. And then after that, it started a freestyling and freestyling became battling and battling became, you know, writing records and trying to make songs for projects. Yo, you know, putting projects together, that's another thing. Like, or writing songs, all that shit. I, I could never, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I listen to music. And, and all that, and everybody, every every dude's tried to rap. I don't give a fuck if yeah. you're a dude that's shy, if you're a dude that, that you, you've written something down at one point or another, or you freestyle around your boys or something. Get drunk and freestyle and shit. Facts. Everybody's, everybody's done that. But how, how do you put a song together? Like, how, give, give the science of that, nigga, because really nobody, I, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? There's a bridge, whatever it is, or, or 
do you just go in and 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 whatever the fuck comes out, you put it in there and then you record it and you put it out. What's your flow? Well, being around a lot of artists and making music for a long time, I've seen that everybody got a different. Some people need to write after they listen to the beat before. Some people go off the top. For me, I'm a big vibe person. So the way I like to do it is when I go to the studio, pretty much just go through beats. Whichever one I feel speaks to me the most and make me want to start freestyling and rapping, then I pretty much start putting together a verse. Now, I take my verses a little different than your average person just because I can go off the top all day, but I feel like sometimes when I put my mind to it, I can match syllables better. I can do more in and out punches. I can make more double entendres the more I think. So I personally like to listen to the beat first, see where my mind's going with it. And then, you know, write down a verse and do it. Right? Shit. Hear that? Yeah, yeah. Some people do. Uh, I mean, I've been in the studio with... Um, the only time I've been in the studio, really, honestly, is with Cito on the beat. I went with my homie Carlos before I even knew Cito like that. <clears throat> and uh, he had uh, Justin Love in the booth. And shit, he's a, a singer. I don't know if you, you've yeah, heard... Yeah, another talented nigga from Jersey. Facts. Stupid talented. Shit, that dude's going to do... But, um, him, you know, I walked in when they already had the beat and the dude went into the booth. He was chilling. We were smoking the L first, chilling, something like that. I don't know if he was smoking, but I know the smoking and was chilling. And then he was like, he was just going or whatever, right? And then he was like, yo, I'm ready. Then they had the beat ha happening. You know, of course, I guess that's what he did. He writes his shit. And he went in and did some shit. I was like, some shit that gave me chills, pause. Cause you know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's supposed to be. It was just like the voice. You like I, I've never been in that setting. So when you see somebody hit a note and you're like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? Gives you the chills. Like, yo, the nigga had has talent. Whatever, that's you know, not here nor there. But that that's where I, uh the only time I've seen somebody put something together and it was a beat, wrote, and he went in. You know what I'm saying? So it's an old vibe too, because like you know, I was working with an artist, you know, blue hippie blue, shout out to him. Shout out. So he's definitely got to be one of your next guests because he's definitely somebody, in my opinion, that is the future of our representation. Oh, where like as that? As far as music. So, after Hippie Blue, my dude. But um, when I got in the studio with him, he started basically just going off the top and going in the booth and recording it. Lil Wayne style. And it was something that, to me, I know I can do, but it uh, definitely made me think a little different towards that vibe of that day. And I actually made a song with him the same way he was doing it, freestyle off the top. Oh, yeah. And the shit came out dope. So I was like, you know, sometimes it's all about the vibe. It's just about, do I feel like writing today? Do I, does it connect so well that I'm just freestyling? Boom, come up with the hook idea or come up with some bars and, and write it down. But he's definitely somebody that showed me that, you know, you can do it different ways. I think that's what makes it pretty cool. Where did this start for you? You know, seeing my brothers just playing these tapes and listening to this hip-hop music and, you know, we're talking like 95, 94. So in that era of music, it was a lot of, you know, more of the old school type vibe. But it was something that I saw kind of made me excited with hearing it. And then I used to see them like kind of freestyle, just like making fun of each other and pretty much wanted to, you know, emulate that. And I started practicing on my own time, just doing a lot of things that I think can make any artist better. Yeah. Like, for instance, you know, freestyling, 
this I used to just listen to a song and I kind of freestyle my own song over the song that I'm hearing on the radio. All right. And next thing you know now, you're getting better at freestyling, getting shit off the top. You're getting better at writing beats because you're rapping over a beat that you're hearing on the radio. And then I saw they was making fun of each other, so I used to jump in and that's where the battling shit started. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of I kind of felt like an advantage that I got early. By 13, 14, I was well-versed. I could freestyle very well. I can, you know, battle very well. Just because when you're good off the top and you have to battle somebody, nowadays everybody just uses memorized written. But back in our day, you know, I was just battling people freestyle and talk about what they're wearing. Yeah, like what, I, whatever and happened to that? We, you know, you have fucking funk flex people go on. I, I, at first I thought, I didn't know, you know, until I watched that, you know, people had their phones in their hands and shit. But if you hear it on the radio, you're like, yo, this is crazy. Some people do that. In the, you know art, that we, in the art that we're doing, it's always best to have your shit memorized. Now, the reason why people freestyle with a memorized verse is because you ain't trying to be up there stumbling either. And when you freestyle, that most likely is going to happen. Now, another thing that I felt the practice I had early on really helped me out is I was always known to be freestyling and people would think they were written because I wouldn't fumble. So uh, that's a thing that I think in silly. practicing, just in practicing, you know what I mean? In practicing, practicing, you get better. And I was able to freestyle so well that they'd be like, oh, that was written. But the way that I would prove them that it wasn't written is I was talking about stuff that was live, like they closed. Yeah. So that's what I think. I think practice is something that makes you better. Man. I fucking um, I had homies too that, that would buy the crib and um, shout out to my nigga Aunt Live, yo. That nigga, yo, one time, yo, freestyled here for three hours, my nigga. It was like I, it was, you know, but it, it just I don't know, man. We was just all fucked up. But at the end of the day, I the 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 thing, only thing I remember that night the most, I was like, yo, this nigga was on fire. He just he just didn't stop, and it was just good. Like it wasn't. Well, I'm not saying that he freestyled for three hours straight, but I'm saying though, like. Like, you know, you put the whole time. Yeah, I think it's, you know, because we spent, the, you know, it was all of us just chilling the whole night, you know, partying and shit. And the dude, man, you know, for, for somebody to be able to just, I, it just blows my fucking mind for, for, you know, just come up with shit off the top like that. And I'm like, yo, man, what kind of lying ass nigga are you, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, you could come up with shit off the top. You could act like somebody could come and ask you, you could have came and painted on my walls and shit right now. And I could have said, yo, man, did you paint them all? Nah, man, you know what? 15 niggas just, you could just come up right. with that shit off the top of your head. This shit, that shit it's is something there. that's cool to see. Yeah, that's a and, character. And a lot of times <laughs> people were very impressed by people that could rap for a long period of time. And that's something that you practice a lot. I used to rap for people, you know, a whole night. Could be 10 hours straight. You know, we drinking, we smoking, we having a good time. And they'd want to hear me freestyle. And that's another thing, like, I took, but step towards the entertainment part of it early. Like, I like rapping in front of crowds of people, a lot of people. I like putting on a show in a sense. And that's when a lot of people pretty much realized that it was kind of more than just the music, too. You know, I think that I'm just trying to give everybody everything I got, you know, all of me, all the energy. And sometimes it's still music that I present that the best. But that's what I think, you know, every artist should try to do. Yeah, people uh, don't, don't, uh, well, you know, a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, I, I rap for me. Do it for me. 
You know what I'm saying? Or do you think that shit's like an ego thing? They're just trying to make it seem like that. But meanwhile, back at the ranch, they're like fucking in their house. Like, I hope they like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, who would say that? Well, Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? I do this for me. Like, you know, people like, well, Lil Wayne, he, he could do it for him. That, that dude's, uh, he's a goat in my mind. Do you feel that way about yeah, that? Yeah, 100%. You know, growing up, he was one of the people that you kind of look to to see, you know what I'm saying? What is he saying? Kind of get all his lines and make you even kind of relate to how he thought of that or how he went with it. You know, him, Eminem, Jay-Z, those guys were people that I looked to to kind of learn from them. So definitely, as far as doing things for yourself, you know, I always like to speak in my own experience, and I definitely make music now different purposes than I used to. Now I could really say I just make music to vent and use it as a form of therapy and coping with everyday life. Just making music. It could be a music about going out. It could be a love song. It could be free song. Whatever. Whatever I'm feeling, I'm gonna write. One thing I do believe in is just not just putting anything out there. Now I put something out there that is a reflection of me in some way or my skill in some way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went through your um, Instagram. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? I could not find you on, on YouTube right now. But I looked up All Well Worldwide, right? Yeah. I couldn't find it. Yeah, well, if you type in, like, Make a Mess, like my song name, ah, fuck. by All Well, it will pop up. All right. Like, if you put the song name, yeah, that's what why I do, I, whatever, I, it'll pop up. I wanted, you to, wanted to talk to you about because... You know what I'm saying? You got some heat. And there's no reason for people that you need to make it way easier for people. Like it should be 100%. You know what I'm saying? It should be like pow. You know what I'm saying? Like they Google all well, it should be like you right away. You know you what I'm saying? You gotta get videos, you gotta get yeah. everything's viral right now. So yeah, that's, that's a, definitely a part of my game that I gotta kinda step it up in. You know, I gotta shoot more videos, I gotta put more content out on you. You got YouTube. great property now too, boy. No, nah, huh? you got you got great property. Facts. You can film some shit on your property, Facts. G. Facts, definitely blessed. Definitely blessed. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta just sometimes call a spade a spade. And this world is moving towards viral video. People wanna see. People wanna wanna put a face. Yes, always. So that's another even doing this to me is a step in that in that direction. Because you wanna put yourself out there, but you wanna let people see the face behind the music and art. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Always, 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 always. Because the the like even me, um, when I uh, was dri- like when I was driving uh track trailers for uh wherever what doesn't matter when I was driving track trailers I would uh listen to podcasts but guess what I would watch them on YouTube because I like to see it you know so, so I would have my shit there I mean you know probably not supposed to do that but everybody does it anyway I would have it on my like on the window and shit and I'm driving and every once in a while I look over like if they're saying something funny or something's happening or guys doing something I want to fucking see what's happening people and we really are in that in that thing and music wise too I listen to music if I'm home. I open up my laptop and I and I, and I, I want to watch the videos. I'll do it on the TV and I have it on the surround sound so I can listen in, to it in the house and fucking, you know, the videos is popping, you know? Except for, yeah, except for some of these videos nowadays because I have daughters. So so some of these videos <laughs> have, have too much ass and titties and shit and there's nothing wrong with ass and titties. We love that stuff. It's just that, you know what? I I, I need my daughters to, to grow up not to be the, the, the video vixens. Facts. I'm sorry, man. Facts. I ain't trying to have that. Yeah, Facts. yeah. My, my job... <clears throat> My job as a father now in, in this society in 2021 is to keep my daughters off the virtual pole called OnlyFans. So if I do that, and God knows what's going to be next after that, but if I do that, the uh, job well done. It's going to be all well. 
Oh, hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's all well now because it's all well now. You got to put yourself in a place to feel that way. Whatever you got to do, you know, for the family and everything to keep them all well, that's what it's about. Forever. Also, you changed. Uh, hold on. You, when did you change to all well? Were you, how long have you been all well? Well, this is the thing. With my, with my rap names, I've had more than Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've had so much rap names, bro. It's crazy. You know, when I was younger, they used to call me Black Mike. Black they felt, Mike. They felt like, you know, a lot of people felt like I was trying to be black because I rap. And that kind of stuck with me. Then after that, it became Michael Corleone. I remember that. And that was good for like two or three years. I just ran with that because that's the mind frame I felt I was headed towards. I actually remember that. And then after that, one of my mans had mentioned that he saw a shirt in the mall and it said Born Rich on it. And he thought of me, so he bought it. So when he gave me that shirt, I kind of felt like, you know what? That sounds like that sounds like it's me. Because when I was born, I wasn't born rich. I was actually born you know, not so well. But my family soon after, about a year or two, switched everything and became very successful. Wow, love so it. So people, people <laughs> that I went to school with would think that I was born rich. So they started calling me that as well. That's so uh, <laughs> about a year and a half ago, my life just... Started headed towards a way more positive outlook than ever. And I really kind of just was seeing that word around and listening to some Kevin Gage stuff. And I'd hear him use that word. And then I kind of looked into the word and it kind of reflected of where I was at in my life to this day. Yeah. Everything is pretty much at the best it can be, I feel, in my, my life right now. That's great, man. Like, it's personal, but I'm going to ask you. I'm just going to ask him if you don't want to talk. You know, everybody goes through trials and tribulations. It could be little, it could be big. You know, do you have anything that, you, that you've been through that you might want to, you know, let the people know? Just so that you've been through, that you've overcome to become all well, that, you know, it might help. Just advice or something. Some, whatever you've been through, you know what I'm saying? It could be depression. It could be, you know, nigga, I don't know. The bully around the block from your corner was punking you. I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. But, it could, you know, do you have anything that you can... You know, to the people. Well, definitely in, in my life, there's been a lot of trials and tribulations as far as, you know, shit doesn't happen to me as far as, you know, getting into problems in the streets, dealing with the wrong people. Yeah. And you get arrested a few times for a little shit. You know, I was sent to a drug program at a young age to try to basically, you know, better my life. And um, dealt with a lot of stress, you know, for whatever reason, always looked at things kind of not positive. And every outlook what used to be more of a negative outlook. Then when I lost my father in 2010, that was, you know, a point, peace, of, point of my life, much love. You know, it was a point in my life where I felt, you know, I was at my lowest because if anybody knows my family, they know that he was, you know, on the top. You know what I mean? He was King, the one King. that made things go. So um, when I lost him, I kind of felt like I was at my lowest point and at my most depressed point. Even stopped kind of doing the music. Didn't really have a need for it. Didn't feel like I had a need for it when I probably should have never stopped it. And, um... You know, probably about six or seven years, excuse me, like five or six years after that, I kind of just had a day where I woke up and I was tired of living the life I was living. I decided to, you know, make that change and, and jump into the corporate world. So that's what I did. All right, corporate world. What, what, what are you doing in the corporate world? I was in the, yeah, I was and I'm still in the automated business. So basically the car game. The who? Car game. All right, so how does that work? Well, you know, obviously right now I work for a dealership. Yeah. You know, cars oh, okay, on the okay. Road. oh, okay. You know why? I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I really thought that you was moving like Lamborghinis from 
from here to Dubai off the internet. And I was like, you need to teach me this. (laughs) No, because you know what? And I'm not saying, you know, not illegally, but legally, you know, because right now everything's online and rich people, they buy their fucking Bentley trucks online and and shit, you know, or whatever. You know, I've I've heard them say that. But so so that's why I just thought, oh, maybe he's got something that I haven't heard of before moving and shit. I kind of had to take my father's approach and start from the bottom. You know what I mean? In the business, learn the business. I'll take my talents of being a people's person to the business. And I quickly became, you know, a top performer and Believe you, sir. putting a lot of cars on the road and dealing with a lot of customers. And now I'm at a managerial, you know, part of it. And the goal is to own a dealership one day and, yes. and be in that spot. That's the goal as far as that venture. Yes. And I was definitely blessed to have, like I said, a successful father and definitely uh, left some buildings, you know, behind for us to, to have a future too. You see? That um, that's where I'm at in my life right now. That's why I was talking to you earlier about you know starting my business. Well, I have a business already, and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, today when I'm when we're done with this podcast, I will be um, finishing up the the application situation for my second LLC that I'm I'm gonna start now and shit. And the reason I'm doing that is because yo, I work for the post office, and shout out to the post office. It's a great job. Thanks. It's a great job. Shout out to the post office. Shout out to them, man. Great job. I appreciate the job. But I keep saying job because I want you to know that it's just over broke. You just, you know, a job like that, it's, it, you're never going to go broke. You're never, never going to be poor. You're never going to be in the street. You know why? Because you're going to have a check. You, you got your 40 hours are guaranteed. You clock in, you have your eight hours. As long as you don't leave, you have your eight hours. You have, they give a lot of great benefits. It's, it's a great job. So I'm not knocking it. I just want you to know that I'm not knocking it. It's just that, you know what, while I'm there, I feel like my soul is being sucked out of me because I know that that's not where I'm supposed to be. Well, this is what, you know, for me, a little bit of food for thought. And this is the way I look at it. If somebody has a job, it's basically a slave mentality to make you say you'll be okay. You'll have just enough. When I got into my shit, I kind of wanted to not have a job and make a career. And those are the two differences. A job is something you do for a short period of time or you choose to make a short job a long period of time. A career is something you do for a long yeah. period of time. So I started thinking of the career I was having as a job until I realized that the goal for me might not be for everybody, but you got to start somewhere. If you can start building from, to get a career, that's the way to go. But if you have a job, you should just work that job until you're able to start a career Yeah, where you can make something your own. Or a business. Yeah, or a business, 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 yeah. business is a career. Because anybody who tell you, I saw it firsthand. Oh, facts, facts. That's just If you have a business, it ain't a job. It's a career. It's you. It's, it's 365. It's for life, my nigga. You own that you shit. Gotta, you got to be about it. So I think that. It goes where you go. <laughs> everybody has to kind of take that mind state sometimes and say, all right, right now I have a job. You know, I pump gas. I do this. This is my job. Everything's so, respectable. Everything. Everything's respectable. It's going to get you by. But what's going to be the long-term success from this? What am I going to achieve from this? If it achieves what you want and that makes you happy, that's fine. Me, I saw somebody come here with nothing and always push that ceiling until the ceiling had no point where it would stop. You got to keep pushing it. Keep pushing it. So that's kind of like how I run my life. I kind of always want more. And sometimes it could be something that keeps you up late night, but that's a dedication I have to my career 
And that's what brings the success rate that I think I'm having is because I've decided to make this something that I can definitely build a foundation. It's a career. You got to, especially, you're right, man. You're saying that? Because you got to be obsessed a little bit with certain things, man. Obsessed with making it right. I'm obsessed with just doing the job that, that, that's at hand. Obsessed with trying to make it better. You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, everything that I've done good in, and, and shit, like I, I have a, a little Amazon business that that's actually held me down, held me down through this pandemic, my nigga. Like I got, uh, I got hurt and shit, and my sales from my Amazon store took over my job, my what well, my job was paying me. You know what I'm saying? So, so in all honesty, you know, a little business like that, you know, that you think is nothing one moment could turn into something that's supporting your family for the moment. 100%. And it did that. You know what I'm saying? So I respect that fucking little, little Amazon business that to other people I've told them about and they've laughed about it. And I have it there. It's supporting my family, nigga. Yo, it's a business, bro. <laughs> For a couple months. So respect that motherfucking business. Facts. Listen, but- everybody that works a job <laughs> is working a job because they got things to take care of. The difference between having a job and a career is you have to find what's your comfortability. What's your point that you want to be at? Me yeah. personally, even though I do very well, it's still never enough. No, you got to keep working. You got to keep going. Yeah, I want to have businesses, but I want to have businesses that make sense. Facts. That I think people start businesses sometimes, but they don't have a business plan. They just want to, okay, I want to make clothes. I want to do that. You got to have more of a sense of passion, I think, for it to be successful. Yeah. Like me, you know, I got people that ask me all the day, how come you're not doing merch? How come you're not doing that? Definitely my plan to dibble and dabble, but as far as wanting it to be something I expect to, to increase my profit and, and blow up, and I want to make sure I have a passion for it and that I'm willing to give that time that I don't get back to it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Now, the, the, the merch shit, now, really, in all honesty, when it comes to the merch shit, there's people making merch that nobody knows. You know what uh, I'm saying? Merch is great. Hell yeah, let's go with merch. Do that. But, but when it comes to to ha- having that merch, you want it to sell. You know what I'm saying? Some people got to know you for you to have merch. And there's people that have fire merch. You know what I'm saying? That, that maybe their merch might surpass their, 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 their music artistry. Listen, some shout outs to the merchants. You know what I mean? The people that you know sell I mean? out fire clothes. You know, shout outs to Afterlife Party. Shout outs to NJ Chris. That's my man. Yeah, had him on. Shout out to Hell for Ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Hustle County. Yeah, yeah. That's a good example of people that are passionate about what they do. Yeah, shout out to them. They wake up every day and they want to put stuff out that reflects them. They want to put out stuff that they have a passion for. And I can guarantee you, all those names I just mentioned, you will hear about more. And it's not because I know them. It's because I've seen the work. I've seen what they do. I've seen the hours they put in. Shout out to Wavy. Wavy. Facts. I have to finally wave you too. How could I forget? That's another person that's very big oh, in Union City and that. more. Yeah. You know, finally wavy all these guys. They put their heart into their merch. And you can see it. You can feel it. Yeah. And that's why I fuck with it. So shout outs to all them people, man. Word up. Yeah, yeah. My now, shit shut off because I was giving over. Do you think, man? Light it. Do you think? But yeah, bro. Um, when it comes to, uh, you know, like, like my point was in, uh, earlier was not to show off and say, oh, my Amazon business. It's more like, you know, I don't even know where the fuck I was going there. But, but, but after I said it and I said, and I said what I said, 
But was there, it was something that uh, held you down when the pandemic happened. Yeah. It was important because you're showing people, you're saying, listen, this was the business that I put together, put the time in. Yeah. Just- oh, the obsession. So I got I, when I did that, when I started that shit, man, because to, to do that shit, you kind of, uh, thanks, bro. Taste that shit. Yeah, that shit smell like crazy fire. This is this is rapping weed for real. So um, when I started this shit, yo, I had to be obsessed to find my product. I had to be obsessed, and and all I did was take hours upon hours to 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 be on that. So what my point is saying that to be successful is you have to be obsessed with the shit, man. There's no other way to be, to be successful, man. That, you got to have a one-track mind. It's got to be like, all right, this is business. I mean, you always got to have time for family, though. Don't get that shit twisted. People people take take um and they replace family with business. No, I can't do that. No, no, no. The reason you want this business is for more time with your family. You know, that's how I feel about it. Everything that I'm trying to do is so I can build something up so I can run a company but still have time to, to take my family on vacation. What drives me yeah. is family. What works for me, every day you wake up, everybody has something different that drives. Or my or more people might agree with me. What drives me is my family. That's what makes me wake up with a vengeance and want to go towards my goal of being the most successful. It's all my family. It's my mom, my brothers, yeah, my sister, it's the gang, it's the homies, it's everybody that have a passion for the same things I have a passion for. And that's being positive. And having that outlook. Because if you don't put that shit out there, I'm telling you it ain't going to pop off for you. You have to put out that effort and that positive vibe. It's really big on the positive. It tastes good, right? That is good stuff. What is this? This is uh, Blue Nerds. Blue Nerds. I mean, everybody has a name for this shit, but this shit right here, I smelled that as soon as you lit it. I was like, oh, this is good stuff, man. Wake yeah. the neighbors. It's it's <laughs> this right here is like um just light and it's just a light smoke. Oh. Yeah, it's different than well what I'm smoking is pretty good. I'm smoking um purple and then uh something some GG shit there. I don't even know what it is. It's it's fucking it's everybody calls this stuff mint, but I'm like, this is mint? It's fucking great. I don't got it. I'm 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 paying thirty five dollars for my, my quarters, man. Right? My my eights. Probably eights. Yeah, yeah, $35 for my I'm happy. Too, man. <laughs> my belief is motherfucker work hard as fuck, countless hours, countless effort. I think I deserve like great. Mm-hmm. I got people that would say $20 eighth is great, $30 eighth is great, is all I need. Float your own boat. It is what it is. Yes. Me, I work too hard to smoke. Nothing but what I feel is the best. Should. Yeah. Pricey, but it's worth it. You see, once I can get to that point, just like I can't afford a uh, designer, so I don't wear anything designer. I don't have any Gucci. I don't have anything. The only reason I don't, I don't buy, I mean, I can buy myself. Yeah. You know, I can buy well, it for myself. I, I just can't, I can't afford to buy the whole family that. You know what I'm saying? We can't, the whole family can't walk in to, to fucking Gucci and buy out an outfit each. I'm not buying it. I'm not they, doing it. They yet. believe in that. Yeah, so so that's the only that. reason I don't rock any of that. We could all well, buy Jordans. I buy the family, the whole family Jordans. We're in Jordans right now. Back. You know what I'm saying? Until <laughs> then, so I can buy all that Gucci shit and all that dope ass shit that you're rocking, uh, for for my kids and for my wife. You won't see me in it until then. I'll be like, rocking. I just, time I just found out a few months ago that I'm having my first child. 
in August. You know, I have a daughter, so we're going to play some clap for that. Congrats, my brother. Congrats. We're definitely going to be, you know, looking fly. I'll make sure of that. As you should. As you should, man. Ain't, not, ain't nothing else. But I also want to let it be known for the other people because you see a lot of niggas buying shit that they can't afford trying to, trying to keep up with the stigma. Don't do that. Exactly. Don't go broke trying to look like these rappers. These rappers have money. And other people that wear this stuff actually have the money for it. This is not hurting their pocket. They're just looking fly. You can look fly at some time. You, nigga, these American Eagle jeans, my nigga. I fuck it. You feel me? Uh, I, I, I buy everything on sale, my nigga. Right. You feel me? So at the end of the day, you can walk in the room and still fucking stop the room because I do. When I walk in the room, people notice. I don't give a fuck if I'm wearing Gucci, if I'm wearing whatever. Right. I walk in the room, people notice. I could be wearing a uniform, my, my work uniform. So be you and don't worry about wearing designer. When you got that money, nigga, get that shit, dog. That shit is fly. That's how niggas all the time. Like, yo, a lot of people, you know, grow up like we did, looking up to the rappers and looking up to the, the hustlers with money. And they typically had nice clothes. That's the, the true reason why we fell in love with that shit growing up. Because that's what we yeah. kind of inspired to be like. <laughs> when, I, when I buy clothes, I try to buy what I like. Now, the only bad part about that is that I like the expensive shit. <laughs> That's the bad part about it. I ain't mad at you, though. But you still, if you can afford it, if you ain't selling your fucking couch for it, you know, you buy it. At the end of the day, I'm not buying $20,000 of clothes at one time. because <laughs> That would be cat. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I buy something when I can relate to it. When I find a sense of fashion in it that I like. You know, as far as this shirt right here. This shit's inspired from the movie The Lost Boys. You know what I'm saying? It's Mike Amiri signature, you know, edition shirt. So Fire. at the end of the day, I related to it because it's my favorite, you know what I'm saying, movie. So I ended up going with it. See? Obviously, it's a comfortable shirt. And I don't regret I don't regret the purchase. Was it expensive? Of course it was. But at the end of the day, you work hard, you couldn't afford it. Let's go. We good. I'm not mad at you see, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Get it right, man. That that you know, I, I'm not saying don't go and get it. Got it? Go get it. If you don't got it, don't be fucking going broke. Trying to fucking look like everybody. I got more Nike than I got designer. Yeah, yeah. And so most people I'm, do. I got more Jordans than I got anything else. So yeah. at the end of the day, it's all about what you consider fly. Facts. facts. Whatever it is. Now, yeah. And definitely, um, I do I do uh, purchase myself uh, delicious um, rapper. I always call it rapper weed. I don't know why. Because it is. That's what, the, what it is. Um, pack. Every once in a while, maybe once or twice a month, I'll get myself a, a nice, you know. But I got a family to feed, man. I got, I got, I got a wife and kids to feed, so I can't afford it from on this postal shit, my nigga. But once my, my company shit goes, I put that hard work in in a couple years, because I'm going to have to stop smoking, you know, for, for what I'm about to do. You know, once I become the boss and I got to get out, I can get out of the damn truck back. And guess what? Trees okay. is going to be even hardcore. Even better by the oh, time I come yeah. back. These niggas, I don't even know what they're doing. But you know what? Another thing, talking about Bud, I saw some shit the other day talking about how, I didn't know this, I'm not nobody, but uh, uh, how they uh, are making the weed so beautiful and so uh, gooey and all that shit is because all the plants are female and they're deprived of males. They don't, there are no male plants. So what's happening now is that we're smoking unhappy weed, and and they're saying that that's even might be even relating to to us and to why a lot of people are depressed and why niggas don't get the giggles as much when they high. Even though I still get, 
It was like a motherfucker. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I ain't know that. Yeah, but they're all <laughs> female plants, dog. So they're deprived. And the reason they're fucking, it's like bitches dressing up. There's no men around. But when the one man comes around, all the bitches are going to try, try to look good so they could get that one man. So that's what's happening to all the plants. So now the plants are becoming all this, all this beautiful, uh, delicious, high-grade shit that we're smoking. We're smoking unhappy weed. We got to change that. Create the vibe right there. Part of the vibe. So. Yeah, bro. That should change. It should. Jesus Christ. They should definitely figure that out. You need a lot of it. Nah, I know. You know, I'm used to taking, uh, I take big pulls. Like, I'm a hard puller. You see, you don't even need a lot of it. Yeah. You need a little some. Good. You're good. Nah, and, <clears throat> yeah, because I sit down and I smoke a whole blunt. I'm saying shit, but when you when I smoke like that rapper shit, I smoke a smaller or shorter because I like to smoke a fat pulse, so I fucking smoke it a shorter blunt, shit. Because I just enjoy the you know I, I like the way you know I, it's it's my thing you know you know everybody yeah, has yeah. their own way. I don't smoke with anybody. I usually smoke. Everybody alone. got their thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you know you rap and shit. Do you fuck with lean? I don't know why I had to ask that. Oh, who? Do do you fuck with lean? Lean, lean, lean. No. Um, well, if you did fuck with it, you would have told me. Nah, I used to, you know, obviously dabble with it. But, like, those niggas that, you know what I mean, really fuck with that shit. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, plus, that shit is, is expensive as fuck. Listen, she used to be tasty and shit, and it was... Delicious. That, you know what I mean? You get fucked up. So, right, as of right now, I don't do that. When I was uh, um, driving trucks, right, so... Years ago, my wife uh, got sick, took her to the hospital. They gave her the prescription for the promethazine coding. She didn't really need it. I don't know why they gave her that. Um, but whatever, they gave it to her, the prescription. That shit was sitting there for a minute. We had it there, the whole bottle. <laughs> so I'm, I, I told the story in one of the episodes, but this, you know, for people that are just joining. Um, so I, the bottle was there. I'm listening to Lil Wayne, and then I'm listening in this whole time, and I'm, I'm, he I'm hearing them talk about this promethazine shit. And I was like, yo, I've seen that before. So where is it? So then I go to the to the to the to the to the fridge and it's in there. I was like, oh, oh shit. No. I didn't know you're you not know supposed to mix it with honey. At that time I used to drink honey. And yeah. I mixed that shit. I'm chilling. And, and at that time I wasn't smoking weed. So I'm chilling. And um chilling with the honey and shit. Yo, I take down about, you know. Not half the bottle, like a, a quarter of the bottle with the fucking, with the, with the honey and shit. I'm feeling great, but I'm feeling like I smoked a blunt. But at that time, like I said, smoking was just drinking. <laughs> so it reminded me of how, how you, you know, you smoke a blunt, you know, you'd be that high. Shit felt great, my nigga. I really enjoyed it. Then, come to find out, I spoke to my cousin. She's a nurse. She's like, Hector, you could have died. Can't mix that with liquor. And then she told me, she told me, that's fucked up, but she told me what you're supposed to do. And then I looked it up on the internet and I found out how you put it. And then I, I did it with the Jolly Ranchers with the whole, the whole, I did the whole spiel, my nigga. That shit was delicious. And what I'm trying to say, this is not a kid's show. No, kids don't listen. This is an adult listen, show. Listen, that shit was tasty. You know what I'm saying? I used to go to sleep off right. that shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, we used to do it the next day. You know what I mean? But right now, there's no really fucking. I don't think you should. Because especially how addictive I heard it is. And that shit is expensive. Definitely. Something that we had a little phase with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody, uh, you know, especially rap niggas that, that are in that rap world, fucked with it for a minute at some point. And they still do. There's 
plenty of niggas still, you know, fucking with it all over the place. So we grew up in a place where, you know, it ain't the worst hood ever. But, you know, we 13, 12 years old. We ain't being exposed to seeing this. You become a part of doing shit. Yeah. Early age and you get shit. And you're pretty much doing things faster than a person probably should be. Probably even drinking. Yeah, yo, you know, you're that's fucking true. drinking alcohol at fucking 13, 14 years old. Is that going to lead? And we did. A lot of shit like that. <laughs> we did, yo. That's crazy. And, 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 and shit. A lot of people turned out good. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people was Gucci. But then a lot of people, you know, did ha- come out and have partners that we grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we've had people that we've lost to drugs shit recently. I don't even want to, I'm not even going to mention the names. I don't even want to dishonor them, my, my, my man's name. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you knew homie, homie, homie that just passed recently and shit. Um, rest in peace to him. Very sad situation. Very fucking sad. But yeah. You well, know, rest in peace, Chi-Chi. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You mentioned But yeah, rest in peace, Chi-Chi, man. Rest in peace to that, man. Very good dude. Ain't nobody that I know that's, that's been around me has nothing bad to say about him. You know what I'm saying? And, I had to. It was my man. Yeah, and I hate the fact that, uh, you know, that, that when, when people are going through things in life, that somebody can't just grab him up real quick. You know what I'm saying? But everybody thinks everybody's fine. It's like, oh, that's just him. He's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? So you'd be like, nah, he's fine. He's fine. And then you find out he goes, he's gone. And you're like, damn, why didn't I grab him up and say, yo, maybe slow down or watch out for what's going on out here? Because they got a lot of uh, this fentanyl shit going on around here. You know, I don't know if you've heard of uh, fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even know exactly what, what, what it is. And, and I mean, I know that it's, it's something that is, po- it's literally poison and shit. So I don't even know why it's being distributed and why it's even made or what, what it's put into that, that we need it, you know, fentanyl scientifically. But I do know that it's killing people like a motherfucker. It's in everything. You know what I'm saying? And, and shit. And that's why I'm like, when I see people sniffing yay that I know, I'm like, my nigga, I don't know what the fuck that is. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we're in Colombia where you know it's pure. And even there, I hear that they break up glass, like fiberglass, and they, you know, refine it very, very, very small, and then they put it in there. So it's like, you, you know, it's a lot of shit in the shit that, that people are smoking and drinking and, and, and putting in their system. Like, gotta be careful. Definitely gotta be careful. Move different. Move different. I like that, man. So, you know, what 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 made you change your, your, your lifestyle, yo? And, and, and what did you do? Like, you know what I'm saying, um, personally? You come to a point where you're just waking up every day, two, three o'clock shit. You're waking up on some two, three o'clock shit. Start feeling on some vampire shit. You ain't even in the daytime. Just getting lit, trying to get to the sky. Always just trying to get as high as possible. Yeah. Just trying to get lit. Kind of form of big ass addiction. Because you're trying to just every day just get lit. It's all it's about. Yeah. Kind of feel like you have no. You kind of feel like you have no purpose because you're just. You feel the sense where, you know, for instance, for me, 2010, you know, Pops passed away. I'm starting to look at life in a different outlook for whatever reason. Yeah. And then now you fall more harder into the lifestyle of just, you know, getting lit all day and staying up late as hell and just get tired after a while, just a whole bunch of nothingness. It kind of feels like you're just not, you're not doing anything. You're not dedicating yourself to anything. So just woke up one day. I believe it was 2014, 15. I just said, 
changing this. You know what I'm saying? I can't do this no more. I got to find something, make it mine. I was introduced to the automated business. That's it, man. That, that, you see, people, man, y'all got to get, you know, you feel you're stuck, <clears throat> you know, more drugs and more alcohol, whatever it is, you know, is not the answer. You got to find something to dedicate yourself to positive, whether it be working out, you know what I'm saying? That's a very big thing, man, because once you start seeing results and once you start doing things for yourself and you feel a little stronger, you start walking amongst people more confident, you know what I'm saying? So working out is one thing I definitely recommend that everybody should do. You know what I'm saying? Even as, as hard as it is, it, it, you know, to get up and do something for yourself, to work out, do, it, all it takes is just just going to where you're going to go. Just go. If you're going to work out, if you're going to do push-ups, get on the floor and do it. Do fucking two, one, two, whatever the fuck you do, five, ten, you know what I'm saying, 20, 50, just do it. For someone like myself who yeah. didn't go to college, who was not <laughs> looking good, I had to get into some shit that I wasn't familiar with but I can make a long-term success. That's, that's the goal. So I got into the shit. Now I'm seven years in this shit, and I'm seeing a lot of benefits. Yeah, exactly. So for me, it was a long-term thing, but my alt, like, all-time goal is to get out of the business and not have to do as much as I have to do now and be, sit back and be a boss and make things happen more. That's the goal. So I can get out of this business and be able to be more at a higher level so yeah. I don't have to do what I do now and get bored. Life is time, my nigga. It's the, the most uh, precious commodity we own is time that we don't own is time and shit because it slips away fast, my nigga. Wasting time. Uh, bullshit and, and shit. I, I figured yeah. that out, man. Re like, you know, probably the last maybe three, four years that the time to me is very important. Definitely. Look, my daughter's my daughter's four. Now that I just thought about it, put it together. You know, I have a 17-year-old son. He, was, he just turned 17 yesterday. Shout out to Davion. Yo, I love you so much, my boy. Oh, 17 years old, my nigga. Um, but yeah, fucking. Um, once my daughter was born, because my son lives with his mom, you know what I'm saying? He lives in South Jersey. So he's not in my house and it's not from a relationship. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I have a relationship. Like, I have. I have a married to my wife and you know, we have a bond and it's us and we have a, we have a one track mind together. Like our mind, you know, our goals aligned. are aligned. You know what I'm saying? We're doing what we're doing together in our lives together. So we made a family together. And once we had our, our first daughter, I just felt like I needed, I felt a more of a, a different type of purpose for myself that I needed to, to do better. And I need, and I needed more time to be around because you know, at that time, then my wife gets pregnant like right away with my second one. Well, you know, two years later, not right away, but two years later. Yeah, it's you know, quick. Yeah, yeah. So two years later, we have another daughter and shit. And, you know, we're like, I'm like, yo, we need more money. So I go and I fucking get a second job. And all I'm doing is working. Yo, I realized oh, at one point, I ain't carry my daughter in two weeks. My daughter's in two weeks. I ain't carry them in two weeks. I was like, what? I was like, yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, yo, we got to figure out. We got to move bills around. We got to do what we got to do. But I cannot be, be, be away this, this much. This is ridiculous. Before I know it, these guys are going to be 15. And I'm fucking going to be like, where the fuck was 8, 9, 10, 11? Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to be in the owner level. Facts. At one point where I can be an owner and not have to miss out on that time with family anymore. 
That's where I'm working towards, man. And, and, and I'm glad that you have that type of mentality also, man. Not everybody has that. And it's okay. We need workers in this place and we need bosses. You want to boss up, I want to boss up. Everybody wants to, you know what I'm saying, have, has, their, has their own path in life and their own shit they want to do. I'm not mad at that. I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm happy that we have workers. We have people that are like, yo, I don't give a fuck about hanging out with the fam. And I don't have a family, my nigga. I just want to get money so I can fucking, you know what I'm saying, do my, my thing. And I'm fine with that. Go ahead. Come, come get this overtime, my nigga. I'll provide it. You know what I'm saying? My career, <laughs> in my career, it's more, you know, your performance is how you get paid. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a commission-based yeah. look. So it's different. It's like with your effort and what you put out is what you see on that check every week. So if you want it to be good numbers and high numbers, you got to put that effort into it. You got to come in looking so, fresh, looking good, smelling good. You got to be ready to go. Ready to talk, show love. You got to be ready to go. It's got to start with the positive mind frame let me, every day. Let me ask you something, man. You know what I'm saying? When somebody's coming into the dealership, you're the first person that I've ever had that, 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 that you know, does the automotive thing on here. Is there anything you can help people with when getting a better deal? Or is there, uh, to be honest, is the number already there and you just, just, just you know, should you just be like, yo, just give me the number. Like, what, what is it? How, how, what's, what's the the way they, that they can get the best deal, I guess. I don't know. You know, at the end of the day, we own a car for a certain number, excuse me. We own a car for a certain number. So when somebody comes in and wants to make business, it's all about how close to that line are you willing to go. We are also in a business where some dealerships have bigger bonuses for more units than trying to make money make growth uh-huh. so what happens is they'll take under what they own it deals they'll do better than we can do and take a loser deal to sell a car because it's all about moving the units and making, making the units. they look good you know whoever. If, you, if you're a store that thrives off moving units you're gonna lose money if you have to we don't think like that where i move they where we move you know it's a business i have a family to feed every person the owner deserves, everybody deserves to be equally walking away as unsatisfied as the next person. I agree. The best deal for any customer or any person in anything in life yeah. is both parties have to walk away unsatisfied. That's a deal. Because that is literally because you're not you're not leaving you're not leaving happy, but I ain't leaving happy. We're in the same Boat, but you still have to be willing to do the deal. I want to so, be happy together, though, man. Why can't we be happy? You know what I'm saying? That doesn't, that's not a way it goes. This is why it's not a reality for both parties to be happy. Because when you're sitting on the other side of the desk, your job is to get the lowest price. When you're sitting on my side of the desk, my job is to get the highest price. So that's why it's a reality to say that it'll never happen where both sides will be leaving happy. How about if Mike, Mike, how about if I walk in? I'm like, yo, give it to me straight, Mike. Mike, hey, that's look. All I do. Mike, give that's it to all me I fucking do. straight. I'm gonna Can be we real. go? Let's walk First out of here half and contact. half. Yeah. I'm going to say, yo, I just want to go out of here. I want you to be happy. I want to be happy. Nigga, fuck all that unhappy shit. I want us to go half on this happiness, bro. I'm how can we do this? this? I'm gonna say, well, how can we do this? I'm going to say, heck, what are you willing to pay for this car that don't make you happy? Ah, don't put it on me. Just tell me what the fuck. No, the, what I'm not going to do that because nah. then I'm negotiating against myself. Facts. 
if I tell you a number, it's not going to be good enough for you no matter what I tell you. You know what? I don't do that. When I, I require a ball, you're not gonna, I, but you I, don't know. You don't know what a good deal is. You know, I'm horrible. I don't know. Most people that walk into a dealership, sadly, are not informed. And they come in and they don't know as much. And that's the truth. So when somebody comes in and they say, what's your best price? That's it. That, you're going to give them your best price. Any person who sells merchandise, <laughs> any person that sells clothing, sells anything, anybody that sells, their price is going to be at the highest form. That's the best price. The That's my best price. The person who's buying it, the person who's buying it <laughs> is going to say, listen, I understand what you're asking for, but I just want to feel like I'm getting a good deal. So give me less than what you're asking for. So no party is going to leave happy because I want what's on the sticker and you don't want what's on the sticker. So it's just about leaving uh, the party both equally dissatisfied but still, you've gotten a good enough deal that you're willing to say, shit, I'll do it. Makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. Now, when someone, because you know, people want to finance and shit, but somebody comes in with cash, what is the percentage that can go down on that sticker when you come in with fucking cash? I'm coming in cash moolah. I'm paying, paying no, it's a $32,000 car, right? Yeah. It says $32,000 on the sticker. You got to pay taxes. You got to pay dealer fees. You got to pay it. Exactly. Obviously, your DMV replaced, but this is the thing. Every person that buys a car looks at a good deal different. All right, I know, but I'm saying though, I'm coming in cash. Cash that, does this not shit's thirty-two thousand dollars. Cash does not make it a better deal for us. It doesn't. So no. I can't. I can't come and be like, "Yo, it's thirty-two thousand dollars. Um, I want it for twenty-six because I'm paying you cash." That doesn't matter. I own the car for a certain number. Whether you buy it cash, lease, or finance, all I care about is what I pay for it and what I sell to you for. Oh, How you right, do it right. right now in 2021, that shit mattered in the 50s. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's not about, we'd actually rather. So that's our parent. Th th this is our yeah, parents' the mentality. This is the past. Yeah, because my father would go, go walking somewhere yeah. and try to get deal everywhere. I'm not like that. If you say that that's what it costs, I'm just going to pay you so I get the fuck out of here. I, I, I just don't like doing that. I don't like haggling. Because um, I just feel that you know what—that's what you think it's—it's it's worth. That's your job. Now, if I—if I know, if, which I will, every time I buy something, I'm always going to do my research. I'm never just going to buy something um, in one spot because if I'm buying it from you, it's because I know that I'm getting a good deal. I looked it Everybody up. Everybody looks it. at a deal in a different yeah, way. That's hey. my deal. That's my deal. My hey, deal. Somebody will come in and say, "If you can get me at three fifty or four thousand down on this car, I'll have. I'm happy. If we can get it done." And it's a not that profitable deal. We'll do it. Hold on. What 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 are you selling? Um, um did, did you say what you're selling? What uh animals? Cars? Subarus. I said animals, but I love it. Animals. Oh, oh. Subaru. Subaru, yeah. man. Oh, so you're in a good place. Subaru is a great car. They do very well. They 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 they're great cars until they're not. But they're great cars. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? But everybody's cars. got a car that they bought 10, 10 of. You know, you got people that only buy this brand, buy this brand. It's all about just getting a loyal customer, making them a forever customer. I'm going to be rich, and I'm going to still buy Hondas. Sick. Filthy rich in a Honda Accord, the top of the line with the when biggest you, rims when you, you can buy, find. When no. you buy an American brand or you buy a Honda, these guys are selling 20 million cars a year. Guess what? They have better programs. They have better incentives. Subarus only sell about a million. It's a different But it's a great car brand. because, yo, it's all-wheel drive. And in Jersey, everybody yeah. should have a Subaru. Well, Let's location, be real. location is big. Yeah. 
with a brand like this, you're going to only be successful, I feel, in the right location. Subaru, send the fucking check, Subaru. Listen, they do. No, no, well, to you, but I, yeah. I want to check. Whiskey No Chaser <laughs> podcast wants to check. At least cash at me, nigga. And, nah. and it's Whiskey No Chaser. Cash at me. Fuck it. You know what? Honestly, I can think of looking into some sponsorship. We'll talk. I can bring that up to the table. I'm willing to do it. My nigga, bring it up but to family, the table, man. Family, family, we talk. Definitely, man. They I've like been looking for sponsors. Yo, man. I, hey, hey, man, and I want you on here a lot because I'm comfortable and I'm chill. I just feel like I'm just hanging out. I feel like we're in Hudson, Hudson School. There's people playing basketball. And we're just in the back smoking a blunt, drinking some liquor, and, that's and we, talking. Yo, that's how we grew up. We played, <laughs> I played basketball every fucking day of my life when I was growing up. Yeah, I played basketball. No. I was just always playing ball. And that led to being in, in street rap performances where I felt like people would push me into the forefront because they were scared to rap. Everybody wanted to rap, but they were not really confident with you it. Had it. And they'd be like, Mike, go start. And then, you know, guy's <laughs> doing a beat with his mouth and boom, pause. But you know what I mean? Yeah, everybody's fucking rapping. Yo. Nobody rapping. They just want me to oh, rap. so you were just performing. So I'm there. I'm there like a little nervous too. You know what I mean? But then I'm just going crazy. But once, once you start going, you, you probably and just caught it. that vibe and it, you felt yourself. I'm big on vibes, man. You got to you gotta bring vibe to whatever you do. Like when somebody comes on your podcast, you can see if you look at the previous podcast that you've done, which I have, you'll see that there's a vibe there. There's a sense of, you know, being comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's, I think, what makes people, such as myself, you know, want to be here and find it to be a pleasure to be invited here. Thank you. Because it's a vibe. You know what I mean? You got a good thing going here. I appreciate that, man. And, you know, I've had I've had some guests that, I, that to be honest, this show, I can't put it out because it's it's crickets in this motherfucker. It's, 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 I might as well have done a solo podcast. Because that's the thing is that when people ain't talking, I'll take that motherfucker shit over, nigga, and I'll just start talking about whatever the fuck I'm thinking about. I can sit here, niggas, for an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, I have podcasts, solo podcasts in the beginning of this shit when I couldn't get guests that, that I fucking, I sat here by myself talking. You know what I mean? Put the camera on the side and I was just talking about whatever the hell was on my mind and we shit that was going for, on. We could be here forever long, man, because it, it kind of <laughs> feels like when you do a podcast with somebody that you know from your childhood, somebody you grew up with, mm-hmm. it's different. It's not just doing a podcast with just any guests that you're going to Kind of trying to make feel comfortable and have a conversation or with. Or go to a radio show that you got you you got to answer a question in two minutes. This is not a <laughs> this is not an interview vibe. I appreciate that, and that's that's, that, that's, that's, that's what not, I want people to. know. I want it to be established, people. No, that's that's not the vibe here. The vibe here is not interview. It's more just catching up. Yeah, and shit. And when I pe- when I have people come on that I've I've just met. It's just meeting, my nigga. It's just like if I met, if I was in a bus stop and shit, and I happen to have a blunt and a little bit of liquor, man. We just sit here talking while we waiting for the bus. You know what I'm saying? That that's 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 the vibe I I try to put on this motherfucker. Like just keep it comfortable. Huh? In your pajamas if you want. Don't you know what I'm saying? Come comfortable, but don't no. you know what I'm saying? Come in your pajamas, but but I'm just saying like you know, come in and yo, I might have to say that this nigga right here. Probably best best dressed yeah. guest, man. Might be the best dressed. Yeah. His outfit. This, is not, this nigga's outfit. This is not. <laughs> I'm not going crazy. This is just comfortable. Comfortable. Came through comfortable. Black Tim's. Yo, Black Tim's. You can't be mad at Black Tim's ever. You know what I'm saying? The Palm Angels comfortable. Yeah, comfortable. It's, it's, the Miri t-shirt, Miri Hell. You feel me? 
chilling. I ain't mad at you, sir. Satin feels good. Yeah, man. And it's all about material. It's back to one of them maybe getting... So that's not velour. That's satin. Yeah. Basically, getting into clothing is kind of interesting to me because, like, with different materials, what can you make out of it? You know what I'm saying? And I got some ideas. You know what I'm saying? I'm working with my... Shout out to my nigga Blue again, Hippie Blue. Working with him, trying to come Hippie up with Blue ideas. Hippie Blue going to have to come to the show. I, I don't know. I'm going to look coming. him up. I need to see what's up with the music. I got a few motherfuckers for you to bring up here. Yeah, you my know? nigga. You know what? I got a third mic, too, my nigga. You come on and sit with us and talk some shit with us, man. It's my Brody. Backward. Shout out to Backward Burst. Shout out to Don. Free Don. KKO. These guys. Yeah, free talented, everybody. Man, they got, so much, they got so much talent out here, man. The bars is crazy. We really just on that bar shit. You know I'll what I mean? I'll be honest with you, yo. I don't ever, um, usually don't ever want to sit through niggas freestyling on my show. But I, in that situation, I'd sit through y'all niggas spitting some shit. We love to invite people to wear the masks. studio all the time. And we got to wear masks because niggas be spitting for real. We was thinking about <laughs> doing like a cypher. Like we would love to bring that to your podcast. Fuck yeah, nigga. Let's we do have, it. You know what I mean? Us come up here and just really, you know, show it. Today, I really wanted to just have a conversation with a brother of mine. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yes. Your father's like a big a big resemblance of my father to me. You know what I'm saying? And since I, I love have that. my father, I look at it like he's a little bit of resemblance to him. So Yo, seeing him today was a love. A lot of people say that about my pops. A lot of people have love like that for my pops. And 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 I'm blessed to have a father like that. I want to shout out Hector Sr., my father. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, not Hector OG. Jr. because his middle name is different, but I'm still Hector Jr. And that's the king of the family. That's the king of the moquetes. I love you know what I'm it. saying? That's my last name, moquete. Everybody knows that. But uh, in all honesty, that's the king of the moquetes, and um, I love that guy and, and shit. And he has lo- a lot of love everywhere. And long live the king forever. Great guy, OG, man. Hard worker. And I personally think they're both great examples of the American dream. Yeah, man. And God bless your, God bless your father's, uh, you know, your, your, God, your father's uh, dynasty and everything that he's done. And, and you know, rest, rest his soul in peace, man. You know what I'm saying? And, yo, the afterlife is something crazy because, you know, I was watching something with my kids the other day. It was like, well, it was a cartoon. I didn't get to watch the whole thing because I'll be falling asleep during movies. But it was, it was a cartoon, I guess, showing the kids about how life is. And they have the afterlife and the, the, there's people in the line, but it's a different type of vibe. It wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, my God, I died. A lot of people were like happy to be there, like, oh, we're back. Yeah. And I have a theory that, you know, from seeing that, I have a theory that when kids come here, of course, they don't know anything. You know, they're babies. They gotta right. learn. They gotta learn things. But um, it feels like they 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 wanna they wanna you know do everything that's dangerous. They wanna put them they, they wanna put their fingers inside the fucking outlets. They wanna do everything that's dangerous. And it always feels like they know something that we don't know. They got that they gotta get back to. They're like, yo, this is not it. I gotta get back to where I was. So uh, you know, what what the the show the the cartoon was saying is like there's a there's something better than this. There's something. There's another uh, place that we go after this that's better, which of course the Bible says, and or or, or, it, or everybody's other religion says. But I don't know where my point is, where where, where I was going. That's why I was going, running in circles. But either way, it just felt that that after after death, that there should be something better. That there is something something better. And I don't know if it's something that we say to ourselves for comfort because we lose people and shit. You know, and I recently lost people too, but I'd like to think that it's real, that something, that there's something out there that we don't just die and we're fucking, you know, I'd like to think that our soul, because our soul is real, man. That's for sure. That's real. 
For me, go somewhere. My go. theory, my theory on this shit. Yeah, talk to me about it. Real shit is, I think when you're able to have life and be able to experience. Look at what you've experienced. Look what I'm about to experience. Giving life and putting life on this earth, and when you really think about it, experiencing father's love that you have with your cool ass father. You know, child's love, life. Think that. This is heaven on earth right now, even though there's bad things. You gotta be blessed. You gotta really feel blessed that you had an opportunity to live. In a lot of in a lot of places they ain't living as good as we grew up. Even oh, though we yeah. had maybe some struggles here and there, whatever. Yeah. Even if you didn't, you know what I'm saying? Because I can't say that I, you know what I mean, had a lot of struggles in my, you know, after two years old and up. But it's like there's people out there don't know where their next meal coming from. Like Fuck. People out there living in other Which countries. Which is ridiculous in America. There should be meal places open that give people food for free, to be honest. America, we throw out too much food here. It should be, it should be food that at the, end of the, at the end of the night, from, from Wendy's, from all these places, I, all that chicken wasn't cooked, all that beef wasn't cooked, right? We grabbed that. It was, it's still refrigerated. It's not, it's not old. We throw it into it. We, we package it properly. At the end of the day, that's what the employees do. And then we all send it to one location where they take that and they take the beef, the beef, the ground beef, they, they even the burger patties, they put them into a grinder food and then they make, they make, they make, uh, uh, you know, delicious, uh, pasta basul for the people. I don't yeah, know. Some well, delicious, I want to tell Some delicious, they'll, they'll figure it out. I'm not a chef, but they're chefs. They can figure it out. And they fucking, you know, the, the vegetables that are not, that are not done, but they, they you know, you got to take out the, the outer part of the lettuce, but send that stuff. And then feed people, man. There's fucking food here, man. There's no reason for anybody to be hungry in America, man. But and that's that shit makes me upset. I just solved uh, the hunger problem in America. Got you guys. Even when, Cash even, at me. Even when we grew up, like, yeah, sorry. one of mom's rules was like, you know, don't throw food away. Type shit. So she made you eat the food because she wanted you to realize, like, don't throw this shit away. Yeah. That, There's people that, out there that don't have food yeah. and you're throwing away half your plate. But they came from that. Oh. They came from... Um, in, in Dominican Republic and, and in Cuba where no tenia mucho, they didn't have a lot. So so they were like, no, no, no. Uh, that that little grain, you can eat that motherfucker because that yeah, grain, but... we didn't have. We, you know what I'm saying? They didn't have. But it's, unfortunately, here in America, don't force feed your kids. They tried Yeah, growing up, they, they happened Our to us. Our parents tried everything to do what they felt was the right thing to do. For instance, putting us in Catholic school. Yeah, you don't think we wanted to be in, in Columbus chilling with everybody that I knew in there? Of course. But they did what they thought was the American dream when that's putting your children in a private school, giving them, you know, that Let kind of... Let me ask of, you something real quick, because I'm a father, and, and, and I was actually thinking about private school also. Uh, you know, depending on the, na- on, on the neighborhood I move into or whatever, but I was thinking about private school. But then I also see that a lot of the private school girls are whores, and and then a, a lot of the private school niggas, you know, came out and they're a little fucked up too. Like I just feel like everything's fucked up. This is this is the but way it ahead. worked. This is the way it worked out for would me. Would you go? Would you go? Would you go back and do the same thing for yourself, or would you go to public, or, or what are you gonna do with your child? This is this go. is the facts of the reality. In my situation, in my life, when I went, you know, what I mean, to that kind of school, the private school was St. Michael's and Joseph's at the time. You know, you're in a class with nine people. As I started going to sixth and seventh, eighth grade, they started kind of realizing that I wasn't a person that can be kind of kept calm in the class because I like to talk a lot and like to, 
be the entertainer. It's me. So you know, they actually, <laughs> you know, had to put me in kind of like a, a special ed type of program where and sometimes they'd put me instead of the class that I was in with everybody else, you know, they'd, they'd send a, a teacher, like a tutor, and they'd take me out to like, a, it was like a little camper. You know what I mean? And it was like kind of like more one-on-one because I couldn't really be, you know, in a class for a long time without being loud, talking, being too much of a, a disruptor in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they definitely, I feel, was a help because, you know, that special education type of program was. That's dope. But it, I, was they, able, they, I was able to graduate and go to high school. Gave you, you know the, the attention you deserved. You know what I'm saying? Because some, like everybody thinks that every child's supposed to be taught the same way, but the, the, I will. Now we're starting to learn that you know, certain kids don't don't you don't put them in and and don't they're not retarded. It's not that retarded. You got to give them. You got to teach them a certain way. Yeah. You know, certain people don't learn the way other people learn. That's exactly what it is. It's not like not like a sense of being retarded, but it's put with that. It's more of a sense of, bro, you put me in front of a lot of people, and it's gonna be something that you're probably not gonna be able to get a class done, just because. You know, I want to be the center of the show. I want to make everybody laugh. Well, I figure we're in school. We want to have make it fun. Yeah. So I always was getting in trouble in the class, and you know, always obviously talking to girls, and just always getting in trouble. But um, it was it was kind of cool. It was kind of fun. But I definitely would if I had to do it all over. I, I wouldn't be against what she did. I didn't kind of see it in that time because all my friends went across the street. So I was chilling with all the ghost town kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Noah, shout out to, you know, Danny DeLuca, all them, all them niggas. We was just always that in the That was just here the other day <laughs> with my nigga Nick. You know what I mean? We was playing shout basketball, out. always playing basketball. Yeah. Uh, Louis Medina, shout out to him. I'm, I'm bringing out names. Like, we wasn't just, used to be playing basketball at Hudson School all the time. And that turned to, like, rapping and pretty much, like, the real Union City vibe. You know what I mean? Just a bunch of city kids chilling. You know, we used to fuck with shit. You know what I mean? We used to fucking throw rocks at cop cars and run. Fucking, we used to like try to be in that in that kind of state of mind where it was Wu-Tang. like everybody want to be yeah, Wu-Tang, like just nigga. fuck around. Like, you know what I mean, mischief night go crazy yeah. on another person. Ain't block. no mischief night. What happened to mischief night, bro? But we used to, used to go, everywhere. There's no mischief night now. I lived on 20th Street. I lived on 20th Street. Shout out to Palisade Avenue in one of the nicest blocks in your city. Facts. But we used to get everybody from 13th Street. 15th Street, everybody, and we just go bomb 21st Street and go on some shit as kids. You know what I'm saying? We had a good time like that. Yeah. There was some city shit going on. Absolutely. Everything, yeah, playing football in the street. I don't see that shit anymore. We you know played sports, you know what I'm saying? Especially basketball. And that led to me rapping a lot in the street, which I had a lot of fun with because when they make you rap, you know what I mean? You kind of, you feel that nervousness, you know what I'm saying? As a young kid, yeah. I, was, I was 11, 10 years old, 12 years old, 11 years old, Having a rap in front of 30 people and have to say something hot, you can't just rap. So it was like I had a quick mind, you know what I'm saying? I, I was able to gain that. But I wouldn't get that, I wouldn't get that vibe and that experience if it wasn't for being a city kid. Yeah, yeah. You weren't gonna get that in Lynnhurst or whatever. So what I'm saying, the vibe in Union City is crazy. You know what I mean? I just got my first spot in the woods in, in the Pocono Mountains. You know what I mean? So I don't really, you know, reside here as much. But Shit, my brother, you moved up. You went to, you took uh, your, your 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 beautiful wife over to a better place, and now you're gonna have a beautiful family. The fuck, you're living the dream, bro. I'm happy, bro. I'm, I'm so happy, happy for you. I'm happy for you, nigga. I Just talking about that. it made me smile. I appreciate yeah. that because honestly, <laughs> you know, going how we was going and growing up, how we was growing up, 
you never really think you're gonna meet the right person and and be able to. And spend I never the rest seen your wife life. really. I didn't. So I didn't mean nah, beautiful listen. wife like I checked her out or anything. I'm like telling that. you, no. Nah, I just listen. meant like your beautiful wife as because you know, of course, you're gonna have a beautiful wife. I, I just meant it like that, respectfully, guys. Just so you understand. Bang. Beautiful. Of course she's beautiful. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> That's my wife. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's so, what's up, man. You meet the right woman that holds you down and supports you. And you know what I mean? Always have your back. You, you know what I'm saying? Because, yo, you know what? Understanding is what men need a lot, yo. I wasn't like, just going to have anybody have my baby. Like, it's going to be somebody who's going to be for life. You know what I'm saying? You don't have a choice, sir. <laughs> well, you, well, well, at the end of the day, when it comes to uh, uh, having a baby... If you're busting nuts, sir, you know, you're you're, you're gonna be out here. If you're out here in the streets busting nuts, you're gonna wind up having a baby mama or two. So be smart, gentlemen. Strap the fuck up. And I don't mean guns, man. Put a condom on. Because at the end of the day, man, these shorties are out here and some of them are willing to have your baby. And you're like, I don't even want you to have my baby. Now you have it. Here you go. Paying forever. Feels good to say that I'm having, you know, a baby with a person that I know is the right person. It does feel good to have, but when you're having a child with somebody you don't want to have a child with, oh man, that's not fun. Shit, I've seen it. I went through it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, we had a great child. I don't only want to, I don't want to end it on that. Let me just explain so I don't want to shit on my baby moms or anything like that. I just want to say that, you know, at the end of the day, um, my son is a shit. I love that kid. I don't regret him at all. You know what I'm saying? I just wish I would have had him with my wife. Because, of course, you want to have your child in your house with somebody you love. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because when you have a child that, with somebody you love and the bond is already there, once you have these children, there's more love transferred down to these children. And then these children are surrounded by love because love is love. It's just all love. But when you have a child with somebody from the street, you, you know, that you're not with, you're just going through the motions. You know you what I'm saying? You're going through what I'm going through. You know, my lady had a child from a previous marriage. So when I come into her life, you know, he's five years old. He's, you know, eight years old. He's four. He was like four or five, and now he's eight. You know, you got to step into that stepdad role, and you got to, you know, Respect positively, it. you know, put that in his life. So I like that. You said that positively. So you thought about, about that. You thought you actually thought about being positive in his life. You have to always put everything forward with a positive. See? If you wake up in any form of negativity you gotta you gotta understand it's a crazy world out there there's gonna be times where uh, you're gonna be probably in a negative state or whatever but you have to really push forward with that positivity and realize that the only way to go forward is to go forward yeah you gotta do it yeah uh, you gotta push you gotta just say this ain't good enough this is not what i want keep pushing and that's what i think worked for me because when i started it wasn't where i was at now you know there was there was dark nights you know what i'm saying there was a lot of days where you felt like, you know, giving up sometimes, but yeah. you fight through it with the positivity. You would affect other people. Now your team is doing better. Team. Build a team around yourself. I That's love it. that. Build the right team around yourself. Because you know what? You I'm know, in a competitive I'm, business, yes, right? Yes, yes. So go. The way, the way that they do in the old school thinking is yeah. make everybody want to beat each other. Make everybody want to beat the next man. Embarrass them if they lose. Do whatever you got to do to make people want to beat the next person. I didn't take that approach. When I was able to get in a position where I became the guy who made the team, I picked the right people. I picked the right team. I positively showed them what we have to do in my sense of what I think was the right way to move. 
which is different. It's not in a competitive state. It's more of, I know I'm going to do this, and I know you guys are probably going to do this, Yeah. but we want to get you up here. I don't want to be at the top of that mountain by myself. Let's lift again. each other up. So, yeah. yeah. Who doesn't want to be number one on the on the board every every month? Everybody want to be number one. I get that. But guess what? If you can do the amount I'm doing and beat me, that's my goal. And you go, wait a minute, that makes no sense. Yeah, it does because I already perform at a certain level. Yeah. So if my guys do better than I do one month, to me, that makes me, in a sense, feel a little good. You fucking yeah, man. Everybody's working. It's not you gotta be really unselfish. You gotta be unselfish. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot of we're we're in a selfish world where it's dog eat dog, and you gotta kind of be about yourself too. But in this sense, what's worked for my team is the fact that we have an approach more of we get a sense of accomplishment from doing for a brother or seeing a brother win the same way we would if we won. That's our approach. My nigga, if more people felt like that, we would be having more success in the world. You know what I'm saying? You got guys that were delivering pizzas before I started training them. And now they driving Benzes and they living that life at 21, 22 years. I got these guys young. I trained them. I taught them exactly what I think worked for me and that positive outlook. And they picked that shit up and they ran with it. And now I got a team full of people that go in every day with that mind frame. And it's like, it's crazy. You got people fighting to pay for each other's food. Like, don't, disres- don't, disres- don't disrespect me, nigga. I got this shit. Like, that's respect. I love that. Yo, I love that. Yo, chill, bro. I got you. I'm going to take care of you. Nah, nigga. I'm taking care of you. And I don't want to hear it. Like, fighting over that's paying for each other because we have a family vibe. <laughs> like, yo, nigga, I want to take care of you today, man. It's my time to take care of you, nigga. <laughs> yo, a guy, a, guy, a guy is sick. A guy don't come in. One of his clients come in. In any other place? Motherfucker will take it, take what kind of see you later, nigga. And our shit, we do the shit front to back for the brother. He get everything. We don't get a dime. I would do that too. I have no problem. Time is money, you feel me? You gotta give your time for free for that brother. Yeah. That's what we do. That's our mind frame. We're gonna eat. That's what works. Yeah, that's your boy. I got you, man. I feel better than that person. Imagine you was that person that didn't come in that day because you were sick and you made a sale and you made five hundred dollars. And you come in the next day to work after your sick day and you look on your desk and it's all the paperwork of a deal that you just got done for you and you didn't fucking lift a hand. And not only that, you keep every cent of the commission. You don't hear about it. Oh, who the fuck's going to do that? Now, of course, some of the brothers sometimes, what they do is they'll break and they go off. Uh, absolutely. You get into I, I know you said no, bro. But here, yeah, then, I'm then, cash you. You can't even take it back. We be even doing, we be even doing, we be doing the, even the three no rule and shit to each other. Like, yo, yo, I got it. No, no, no. Yo, come on, I got it. No, like if you do it three times, like, all right, bro, you win. You know what I mean? And sometimes we will break each other off, yeah, from the sale just because that's the right thing to do. I agree. But a lot of times we just don't because we got that theory of. Everyone's got to eat. Everyone's got a family. Every yeah, sales you know person. If I'm good and ready for the week, to be honest, I don't need those extra two hundred or hundred dollars you're gonna give me. My brother, have it. You're good. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm gonna. Ha- you know what? We're human. There's gonna be a day that I'm gonna be fucked up, man. And you know what? If you have me that day, I appreciate you. I took a little bit of a man. crazy approach, heck. Go. I got a front. When I made the when I made the system, when I thought yeah. about it, I was a little thrown off because I was like, it's gonna be hard to make a grown man believe 
that he's going to do a whole deal for someone who waste two hours of his day and not see a cent. But I got these guys all to do it just because it's the theory of feeling good off the other person's success. And once again, you know, sometimes the guys will say, I'm not taking any money, and they'll end up winning over and not taking any money. Yeah. So it just makes everybody happy. It creates a positive outlook. It's a brotherhood, bro. That's why we call it the brother. We call each other brothers. We don't do that whole friend shit. This is bigger than that. This is you come to my you come to my table. You know what I'm saying? Like just like you and your father, y'all can come to my house and eat at the table. I blew that with my team. Go to these other places. They don't fucking. They work. They see each other at work. Don't fuck with each other like that. Nah, man. We we take it a step further. We say good chemistry equals good success. And good success is only made by positive thinking and positive actions. Fuck the words. Anybody can say, yeah, I'm positive. That's that fake shit. You got to nah, really, you got to put the positive to the action. Facts. I, I, yeah, I don't, I'm not positive. I don't even call myself that positive because I have a lot of negative, menta- negative mentality issues that I'm working okay. through. You know what I'm saying? So I don't be like, oh, I'm mad positive. But people be like, damn, Hector, you're mad positive. I'm like, thank you. But I'm working through a lot of fucking demons in this motherfucker. I, and and I'm not a guy that go, ever wants to go out and be that guy. So here goes the guy talking about being positive. What I, I do is I just do it through being who I am. Yeah, you you just go, yeah, show, my, show and prove, bro. Show I, and prove, I just man. am who I am, and typically people will get that positive vibe. And we do live in a monkey see, monkey do world where basically, if you're around people, what you see, what you're around, you typically can emulate easier. Yes, what you're around, what you look at, what you listen to, what you put your mind into, is typically where you're gonna go with it. So. If you're around somebody who can make you see the positive and shit, and you know how he performs, you know his performance, it's like trying to be a basketball player and LeBron James is telling you, yo, you know what I mean? Think positive. That's all. That's this is what works for me. Yeah. Think positive and see what success happens. Success breeds success, man. Works. You're works around this. it. Or, or all these guys are doing well. Positivity. You know what I'm all saying? These guys, all these guys are doing well. Yeah, I love that. All well. <laughs> even, even my brother, even my brother, shout outs to Hallis. You know what I mean? Hallis Cook. You know what I mean? Training kids, putting the time in, making them better, giving a service a little more than just making your son a better basketball player. He over here trying to make your son a better man, teaching them, teaching them things that That's he's what the learned. He needs more of, yeah. So shout outs to Hallis for that too, man. That's my yeah, man. Yeah, the community needs more, um, more, uh, more men, first of all, more men. Stop trying to feminine men, trying to fe- feminize men. You know what I'm saying? We need more men talking like men, more men fucking with the bass in their voice, more men working out and showing kids that, yo, we need to be healthy. More men teaching kids how to treat ladies, how to treat the girls, right. teaching boys how to treat girls. Because, you know what I'm saying? As a, young, as a young man, you should, you know, know how to, how to treat a girl because then when you're a man, you know how to treat a woman. So you got to, you know, we need more of that in the community and, and, and shit. And we need more teachers, which are around our children, to do shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm teaching my, I'm going to teach, I've been teaching my son how to be a man. I've been talking to him about shit. I teach my, I'm, I, you know, my girls are four and two, so they're not old enough for me. But everything I say or, or you know, teaching them how to sit, sit like a lady, things like that, you know, that you teach them as they're growing up affects them as the, you know, you know, when they're a woman. Especially having being a father as a man, which you're about to be a father to a daughter, you know what I'm saying? You need to be an example for right. her to see 
right. how a man treats a woman. You need to treat her mother how she, how you want your daughter to be treated around them. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, <laughs> your wife might get you annoyed. You want to be like, man, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. But you got to cool it off because you know that you, you want your daughters to understand to be, that they need to be respected. Respect is, is something that a lot of people are losing nowadays. Right? Haven't you noticed that shit, yo? No, I feel you on that. The world is in a different place, but I think Social that- media is making that. It's, we're too impersonal. There's more negative than positive, so it's hard to beat that shit. You can, you can look at it like one versus a million, you know what I mean? It's, it's very overpowering, but I'm still going to do everything I can to, to put that shit out there. Because I feel like every person in this world affects the outcome of what's around them. So yeah. I can, every person I meet, I want to make them feel important. You know what I mean? It's not on some corny shit. You don't, you don't go too crazy with it. But if you can, if you can fucking open the door for fucking somebody, you could do some. Why not? If you can, if you can, you know, someone waves, he says hi. And you know that, you know what I mean? More senior. Whatever, just. A old lady's carrying some bags. You grab them up for her. I mean, don't just you know grab them up. Like ask that. her. You know you what I'm saying? saying? Like that. You know, I've had, I've had, you know, just. Uh, Give me a second. I'm good. But yeah, yo, um, even um, being, being, being black, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm Dominican, but I'm black, you know, my color, of course. You know, um, try, try to go up to help people. I've had bad reactions. You know, you see an older lady and you try to come up and be like, hey, miss, you need some help. And they look at you like you're trying to rob them. That that's that you know not to be negative. I, I know we're talking positive, but that that's also don't let that shit stop you from being helpful to people. That's all I was I wanted to get. Yeah, at, I really you know? I really because it's happened to me before. <laughs> I really just try like even even with conversation like I, I'm a person that has a lot of relationships with people, so I get phone calls all the time for opinions on things from people and they want to talk. But guess what? I have to give that person the outlook that I bring to the table, which is in a positive state. Yeah. So a person can call me not in that positive state, really not really happy, having a bad day like we all have sometimes. It happens. And it happens. yo, yo, Mike, man, this shit, man, fuck this motherfucker. Go, guess what, bro? We're doing this, we're doing that, we're gonna be doing this. This is more important than that. Back. And you can change. The outcome of people's days with your opinion, your approach. This is true. I got four brothers and two sisters, bro. They get my phone ringing all the time. So I always got to make sure I take time out of my day to positively influence people that I love life. Jesus, your family's bigger than I thought. <laughs> your family's bigger than I thought. Very big. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and hold on. Y'all still got the construction company? My brother, Jeff. You know, has a construction company right now. All right. My brother Clint actually, um, you know, pretty much wanted to give his life to his kids, and he's you know coaching a very high you know baseball program right now. Is my nephew plays for? That's what's up, man. So that's what's up. Yeah, as long yeah. as he's getting paid, I'm sure he he figured it out. I mean, I saw a nigga riding around Ferraris or some shit. Yeah, you know, I mean, he, was, he had a good he had a good run. <laughs> he was doing his thing. So at the end my of the day, my brother Dan wants to open up like some Cuban dive bar, like. 
I love that. That's you know dope, I mean? man. I think you want to call it like abuelitas or something where it's like you come in and it's like one thing, like grandma cooked today this. And just that kind of vibe. Yeah, hip-hop, yeah. Hip-hop, hip-hop type music vibe, you know? I like that. I like that. It's almost like soup Nazi-ish. <laughs> Not even, you know, you know what I mean? You might but even it, catch but, a performance. You might yeah. even catch an all-well performance, you know? You, as you should, nigga. Hell yeah. You, you better, know, better, better come bless the stage. That, that'd be ridiculous if you, don't, if you don't show up there every once in a while and, 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 and you know, bless the ears. You That's what I think Union City is missing, like. No, we got our spots that we use. Yeah, we got Arawax. Shout out to Arawax. Them niggas was on the podcast. Okay. They got they got a little spot that you can go over there, have a little bit of tea, you know what I'm saying, buy some merch, and, and um, you know what I'm saying, Nanyos, listen to the you know what I mean? Huh? Niggas grew up on Nanyo's fucking 19th Street, motherfucking 18th Street, his sandwiches, his cheap sandwiches. Oh, oh, Nanos, man. That's that. Yeah, Nanos, yo. Yo, Nanos, I still shit. pop up there. Shout out to Nanos, man. Yo, but you know what? Yo, remember Steve's? <laughs> nigga, Steve's steak sandwiches, man. Union Steve, City Steve. shit, my nigga. Anybody, all my Union City fellas. And you know what? Fuck all that. Uh, uh, peoples. Um, fuck all that. Niggas was coming from Jersey City up here. Niggas was coming from fucking West New York, everywhere to come eat Steve's sandwiches, man. Uh, uh, it, it, it's just so. At the end of the day, that she was a a a, a Hudson County uh, a mo- mo- movement. Um, that spot back in the days. I hate that that spot got closed. Do you do you remember Steve Steak Sandwiches? That was a long time. Yeah, yeah, that was. That, you know what? You, you're a lot. You, how old are you? I'm 35 right now. Oh, you're not a lot younger than me. You're, I'm 38, about to be 39 in November. You're Shit. talking Steve. Talking 2000. No, no, talking, talking nine early. I, I was in the second grade when I first started going to that place. Oh, so, so 94, 93. So yeah, like early 90s, you know what I'm saying, 90-somethings or whatever. I remember going to that shit like a, like a 9, 10 year old. Yeah, like exactly. I used to leave at sec- my second grade classroom, you know what I'm saying, for lunch, like on some sneaky shit to go buy a sandwich. I was already fucking running around as a little nigga, you know what I'm saying, because my parents used to give me money in my pocket to go to the corner store. But I used to dip and go to fucking... To the steak, to the sandwich. But I said, Tony's, Tino's, Tino's, Tino's Pizzeria. My bad. Yeah. So pretty much, when you got a bad day or whatever, for whatever reason that you're going through, if you wake up the next day and let that shit affect you into the next day, you're carrying. Just over. came back from pissing, guys. By the way, just yeah. so you know, because it's gonna transition. <laughs> it's gonna be like he's gonna go into talking. But go ahead. Sorry about that. If you have a bad day, yeah, or shit don't go your way in any form. And you wake up the next day and you bring that type of energy and all that happened yesterday into the next day. Yeah. You can't expect yourself to have a successful day. So you be yourself. Oh, yeah. You yourself are putting yourself in already a more or less chance of being successful, positive, even happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a person that straight up dealt with depression. You know what I'm saying? Just from you know, losing my pops and, what and, and, oh my and seeing what it did to my mom on a daily. You know, deal with see what it did to my family, and that depressiveness, you know, took over. So, another reason would help me think about the way I think of this all this shit is because how it's been working. Yeah, I'm having a baby with the best person in the world. I have a great career, making the best music ever. You know, I got my first album coming out. You know, that's something I definitely want to. Speak about here, you uh, know? Yeah, push it out here, man. We're, we're definitely promoted, all that. As soon as I felt like my life was in the best state, I felt like it's time to really put music out to the world. I've been making music for years. 
yeah. all of it's never seen the light of day. Yeah, that's why I was so saying I say, earlier, like, yo, I want, I want to see more out. I want, so I, say, I want to be able what? to find you easy. You feel me? This is where I'm at with it. This is where I'm feeling. I feel like no matter where I go in the world, in my mind, in my state, I'm, I'm basically good. She's looking for the back. Yeah, put that shit over there. You know what I mean? I put that shit, put that shit out there like that, and I make sure I go into the next day, kind of like with a, try to go with a clean slate. And that shit work all the time. Yo, straight up, that is something because I had a I had a job I hated, man. You know what I'm saying? I hated that job. But I was there and the money was good. And shit. It was just a bad, a, a bad environment, super negative. And um, you know, whatever. So I I it became I think I so I got to a point, my nigga, that I felt like anytime that I would be at work happy. Something bad would happen. So then I was just like, yo, I can't be happy anymore. I can't be happy. I was, I was like, yo, I'm not going to be happy at work. Whenever I'm feel, feeling too happy, I would be laughing. I'll be like, whoa, whoa, heck, heck, chill, chill. You can't be too happy. Something bad's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it's times, the stupidest thing ever. A lot of times you'll find that mostly too when somebody's doing a job that they're not passionate about. When somebody's just working at a regular job. It's very easy because you don't have a passion and you're not like all about. What you're doing? That wasn't it's my easy case. To get off. Yeah, that I'm wasn't my case. You. No, but the job yeah. wasn't my job, yeah. but the career, which is driving trucks. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I've always loved it. You know, since, since I was a kid, I've always wanted to drive trucks. So this is the career that I chose and I wanted to do, right? Okay. So I'm here, but this job beat the shit out of beat the beat the love out of me. Yeah, I see what you're you saying. See? After a while, you just done, done it so much, because, and you saw the negatives in it. Yeah, and the, it's just more like the people and the. The way the company is run, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to shout them. I don't want to say their name, not because um, I don't want to uh, say negative shit yeah, to them. It's to. just because, you know what? They don't deserve to be mentioned on this podcast. They don't sponsor me. Fuck you, eat a dick. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, those people, those, the, the, the company, the way it was run. And a matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> you're not even around anymore, nigga. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas is so big. big. You niggas, niggas are so big. big. You know what I'm going to say, it, nigga. Fuck all that. UPS <laughs> Freight. UPS Freight doesn't even exist anymore because it was run so bad by UPS. You cocksuckers, eat a dick. Eat a dick, you motherfuckers. I'm so glad. It recently, and sorry, I'm so sorry for going negative mode. I'm going there. Uh, and sorry to the homies that work there. Hopefully, they didn't fucking fuck yeah, you guys over and make you lose your pension. UPS Freight. Now, UPS <laughs> Ground. Good. UPS Freight. It's another, it's another, it's, oh, it's another. It's another. Yeah, yeah, now UPS Ground. UPS, the regular UPS is, is popping. That shit ain't going nowhere forever. The UPS, they tried to go into a freight industry and they bought this company called Overnight and then they called the UPS Freight and they tried to run it like UPS Ground, which they couldn't because it's, it's two different entities. They could not do that and they fucked that up. And I really, really hope and I pray for my homies that, I, that were there, you know, for the few homies because a lot of them niggas I don't give a fuck about um, that are there, that they kept their pensions and they didn't fuck them over on that, man. I really hope, you know what I'm saying? That's fucked up. Oh, These yeah. are people that are right. putting their chips in one fucking basket. Right. And, and, and and you're going to fucking shit on them like that, a big company? You're going to just sell the company? You pieces of shit? But fuck them. But yeah, man, working for them, man, they broke the, they broke my spirit. They really made me feel Well, listen, down, a lot of man. businesses, especially corporation businesses, yeah. you got to understand something, too. I was, we I are, we are the small fucking fish in the pond. Yeah. And what hurts us doesn't hurt them. They're very cold-blooded mind frame. And once again, back to our shit, the way we run our shit, back to our theory and the way we run it, a little different. 
100. We don't have the fucking, you're a worker, you're nothing, you're, you ain't on this level yet, so we're going to work you and jerk you. No, this is some shit where it's about no one starts at the top, but we're going to get them to the top. Let's work. Let's work and, and get together. Corporations up, be like, you know what I mean? Work for me for this much. If you don't like I, it, go somewhere else. Yo, I'm gonna tell you something right now, bro. When I um when my company starts and I get and I get multiple um you know trucks moving, if you're working for me longer than ten years, man, I'm not doing my job. And I'm taking that from that from that nigga, one of these fucking white motherfuckers. I think the Walmart guy or something. You know, as an assist, like if he has an assistant or anybody that's working for, because you should, I want to be able to pay you good enough that you can have your own shit and join the team on your own shit, and we can work together and build the foundation. Because man, we Latinos and Black people, man. You know, we gotta help each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? The the white people have helped each other themselves for a long time. It's time. And no disrespect to white people. Nothing, nothing. I'm not racist, but I know that you, what happens is that a lot of us become a yes and master, yes about some motherfuckers. Once we start, once we start making money, and we don't fucking help—not we, I'm saying—and yeah, the people that are like that don't help the people that were around you, the people you grew up with. You start getting bread, and you start fucking doing other things, and you forget that, yo, man, Pablito from the corner, he might actually be good, a good worker. Maybe I can help him out. Maybe I could train him. Maybe I could pay for his license so he could come come drive trucks for me. You know what I'm saying? Help that nigga out. It's only four thousand dollars. If, if he does the, the, the work himself or something like that, you know what I'm saying? You, that's the thing. That's, that's the right there. Help other people. Help the community come up. If you help other people that are low, that are down, not low, down, you know what? Everybody's coming up. Don't that's, you think? But that's why when it came to me making a decision to get into what I decided to get into, I did that because I, I had how a, you run it. I had a 10-year, 10, 10 to 12-year plan to do what I had to do to get into a position where we can get to the top with everybody and not have to not have to work by somebody's rule, the old school way of thinking, competitive way of thinking, the negative way of thinking. We wanted to run a business in a positive way and see, you know, what comes from it because it's working for everybody. And I see team. I see a dealership in your name. What are you gonna name your dealership, brother? Well, that depends on where Have you thought of it? I haven't thought of that yet. I'm not there yet with it. Put it in your mind. Put it in your mind. Definitely. So you can have that project in your mind already. You need to have that. You need to have the name of the shit. Anything that I'm making, I name it already. I have my my Amazon uh, company, Greater Goods Dynasty. You know what I'm saying? My trucking company's coming. Moquete Trucking LLC, nigga. It's coming and I'm playing, nigga. I said I I didn't want to talk about it because you know how. I mean, I've been talking about it a little bit, but I, I didn't want to say it. But at the end of the day, it's coming, and I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm saying this because at the end of the day, I ain't backing down. I'm making this happen. As I roll this blunt, I'm gonna get the truck and LOC. <laughs> I'm gonna stop smoking now, though. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, but I, I'm gonna drive and I'm gonna handle the business. And then once I'm done driving and I'm fucking bossed up again, uh, or again bossed up, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna come back to the game. But right now, my main focus is finishing the album. I got um. Let's talk about the album. Let's get into that, brother. I got two singles that I just dropped off the album. You know my. First can, we, can, can we listen this. to it or, or, or something like that? Nah, we can't do that on the. Nah, is, nah. is, is YouTube gonna fuck it up? Nah, what we're gonna do is just make that shit available to everybody because it is available to everybody. I love it. Let you people know, right know where now, it's at. All that. First two singles just dropped. You no know, brotherly love featuring Backwood Burton, Don Belly. 
You know what I mean? That's a, that's a song inspired by them. You know, they some, you know, real street niggas. I'm personally not a fucking street nigga. I'm not a gang member of that shit, but guess Respect what? Respect to you for saying nice that. Nice people that know some people that are not so nice. And they inspired me to write, you know, a drill record that I had them, you know, basically talk about their lives on and let them do what they do best. And I got another one that's like for the ladies, me and my brother Backwood Burke. It's called Pick or Choose. And that shit has a lot of streams right now. It's going up. That shit's on fire, too. Yeah, I'm very, very happy with you the gotta, streams you right now. You got some good sounds happening right now, brother. We got like 20K streams on that so far. So, mm. you know, we like where, where that's trending. I like that. That is fucking dope. We got to definitely get more aggressive and shoot more video. Videos is everything, bro. We Feel need like that. That's, that's what I'm kind of like lacking on. I need to shoot more videos and put more content, you know, in the video fashion out there. Yeah. Well, check me out at All Well on all platforms. Check him out. Fire. It is. He He's putting in work. I also got a project out with a hippie blue. It's Highland Festival. So you can check that out too. That's on all platforms as well. We bobbing, we working. That's it. It's nothing else, to be honest. And, shit. and I love that you, you, you have the music. But you also have work. You know what I'm saying? You you actually get up every day and go do something. You're yeah. not home. Uh, it, you're not on your mom's couch, you know, rapping and saying, all right, this is going to hit one day. Which it's cool that you know that something's going to hit, but my nigga. You, and I you gotta, was like that, but I was, I was that person at one point where you kind of felt like, you know, you, gotta, you ain't spreading your wings. You ain't doing nothing. You're under, you're under your family still. So that's when I got to that point where I wanted to change that. And that's why another reason why I think the music's coming out so good because I'm at that point in my life where I should have been a long time ago. Now I was just my story was it just took a little longer to wake up, but I woke up. We ready? How old are you again? You're thirty. I'm thirty five. Thirty five. Maybe right? thirty six in April. All right. Not because when people think because I, I hate when people do this, yo. People will go and they'll say, oh, you still rapping at 30? I've said it before. And then I took it back. I'm saying, took it back because then I, I realized, who the fuck am I? Who the fuck are you to, to, to judge another man's dreams? Another man's dreams that he's working towards. Well, this is the thing, too. Heck, like I told you, I really do music as a sense of just, instead of going in pain, some guy I don't know to sit in front of and talk to, about my daily struggles, <laughs> yeah. I just do it through making music. So for me, I'm living my dreams just doing what I'm doing, waking up every day being the person I am. That's living the dream for me. But like making music, yeah. I literally do that shit just as a way to vent and follow my craft. My best craft, that, yes. my best craft that I think I can do is being me. Yeah. That that takes doing music. That takes being a positive, you know, thing for these kids that I know that kind of look to me for advice sometimes with, you know, their music and what to do and all that. I try to let them know, you know, what I think as far as the positive look. Definitely got to think positive. Do you believe, yo? I be thinking too. <laughs> with the world, of how, how we are right now, everybody's on Positive vibe, right? You think we're raising some pussies? 
Because you know what? To be honest, we didn't grow up like that. You knew that positive shit wasn't something we grew up with. I'm just seeing seeing it get so bad so fast. It still ain't good. Like I said, there's way more negative positive happening. It's trending upward as far as the positive shit, but you put on the news every day, it's negative. You know, shit's going on, shit's happening. Just coming through a pandemic, so it's easy to fall into what's happening. But it's like, you know what's not easy? Is waking up every day with a positive outlook. That's not easy. So guess what? Are you the type of person that wants to do something in your life in any in any form that's easy? Then that's fine. That's who you are. Me? If it's easy, everybody would do it. That's my outlook. And guess what? What you're doing right now, <coughs> could be a million people doing it. But it ain't easy. Nah, I, I have a thousand people coming up to me or, or hitting me up, asking me questions, asking me how to what equipment. Every, every equipment here that is in my head, nobody told me to get it. I got it because I, I researched it and I found it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody told me to get this. Nobody said, I, yo, it's so hard to find. Well, now I'm pretty sure there's more. It's, I've been doing this. You know, it's, gonna, it's coming on two years. Um, but, um, you know, I couldn't find, uh, like, nobody to tell me what to get exactly. And shit, I almost bought a whole soundboard, nigga. I, I, I was, <laughs> I thought you needed a soundboard for this shit. They kind of find out I have fucking recording off of this little motherfucker right here. Chilling. Easy. I could go record. I, I could record music off this shit. You know what I mean? So it's. Hi. Yeah, yeah. I could come through. You come through and record an album here if you want one day, nigga. Cool vibes. You know everything, everything in life ain't going to be easy and. Most right. of the shit, most of the shit in life Get that you work. do, most of the shit in life that you do that you feel good about, it was hard to do. Riding a fucking bike, go. Playing basketball, you didn't know how to fucking shoot. You know, anything you can look at in life, it ain't going to be easy in the beginning. But when you start finding oh. that shit and accomplishing shit, it makes you kind of feel like you achieved something. It's very easy to get negative, bro. Too easy. Swear to God, yo. Yeah. It's so easy to become negative and shit, but it takes so much energy. Shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's, so, out it's there. easier to be, to, to what, when you're doing something positive for some reason, it just comes out easier, man. But when you, you, you have a negative thought or you have negative shit you want to do towards people, kind of winds up making you, I don't know, man. It, it just, it just takes over your mind. A lot of times you run into stuff as a kid where, you know, you had have been tried here, tried there, and you didn't, you know, go grab a gun and kill the guy. You know, at the end of the day, somebody look at it and say, oh, you was a pussy with this and that. At the end of the day, you know, I've been in plenty of fights, but I also avoided some. You know, that's life. You know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't always the person I am now. You know what? Today I look at I'm it a like de-escalator, I bro. I'm a de-escalator. You want to get tough? You want to get crazy? You know what I'm saying? As long as I, as long as I can find a way to get out of that situation without us getting into a physical altercation, I will fucking, I, I prefer that. But this is what I think. God forbid something happens where you make it out and the other person doesn't. Are you ready to possibly risk everything you have? Positive influence you are for so many people that look to you. They look to you, bro. They look to you to be that shoulder to, to lean on. You're going to give all that up. I'm going to give my daughter that's coming in August. I'm going to give her. She's not important enough that I could possibly throw that away over hurting somebody or something like that. I look at it like that. 
Or, so or, then nothing's or, worth it. Or even, or even only, worse. Only a family. Yeah. Let me come up and slap the shit of my mom. I got to do something. I can't. Just, just, just to even. Nigga, that shit just my, got me mad as hell. My sweet little mother. So she's saying. so sweet. And your mom's sweet. Yeah. You got I'm, sweet moms. I'm no, not going to sit there. I'm not going to sit there and let that happen. But it's like, also, you got to know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. I got that. Uh, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There's certain things. There's times to be violent. There's times to not be violent. You know what I'm saying? And there's times to, to you know, just be, be like, yo, man, you know what? You got that. At the end of the day. It ain't worth it. You know what I'm saying? But there's also times that you got to be like, hey, man, you're not going to get this today. We're going to lock in. Because sometimes you got to whoop somebody's ass, man. I grew up fighting with my brothers every day. You, yeah. Man, it's not I the imagine. same as fighting someone in the street. Nah, but you but still a man. You understand, you understand what it pain, is. Pain is pain, but definitely in my younger days, you know, I got into some shit where I kind of didn't, I didn't attack it the way I should have. And, you know, sometimes I regret that shit. Like, I should have stood up for myself more. But I was young Everybody as hell. I was, I was 12. I was 11. Everybody has I didn't story. have that mentality yet. I wasn't there yet. I was on some like, oh, it ain't worth it at that age. Even though I was like, damn, I should have fucking. Nah, I was pussy. This motherfucker I was pussy at, at the moment. I'm going to be real. I'm like, damn, yo, you know what? I got I got moments. You know what? Respectfully, you know what I'm saying? I'm no pussy. And n- niggas didn't know me. No, I'm not. But at the moment, I go back and I'll be like, damn, heck, you was pussy. That, was, that moment, you probably, you probably should have attacked. I was only three of them. <laughs> so like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just, and then I think about, I think about a, there was three of them. Stupid fuck. Were you, you're going to be a tough guy. There's three niggas and, and shit. Like, that's how, you know, as a matter of fact, um, I had a, a couple episodes back ago, the homie Ebro, you make bad decisions. He made a bad decision to go and fight a dude. He knew he could fight the dude. Fuck him up, right? Yeah. But the problem is that his boys were there. So. He says, let's lock in. Let's not fight out here. Let's lock into a bathroom. He goes with them to, to lock into a bathroom with him and his boys, even by himself. And he with his boys. They jumped them inside of a, a, a McDonald's bathroom or some bathroom. It worked perfect. Yeah. Where they, they, he just lured, he got lured into a trap. I mean, he was fucking the dude up. But then once, once his boys saw that he, he wasn't winning, they jumped in and jumped him and shit. So it's just like, yo, sometimes, yo, an L is a, is a W, man. You, you know, you can think about that, L. <laughs> it's going to hurt. But at the other yes. day, you were alive, man. King Von would be alive now if he didn't go and go try to hit Quando Rondo. You feel me? To be honest. Yeah, I'm, on some, yo, I'm on some positive shit, man. I'm trying to, trying to just be on a different way of things. Respectfully to uh, King Von, rest in peace. Facts, rest in peace. I don't shit on people's death or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you somebody that's done me wrong, man, fuck you alive and dead, nigga. I don't give a fuck about you alive or dead. I'm sorry, to be honest. It's not. A, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, I, death doesn't change my feelings for you, yeah. to be honest. If I loved you, I loved you after death. What, what do you mean? If I hate you in life, I got to I gotta love you now because you died, nigga? No. Fuck out of here, nigga. Fuck you, man. Rest in no, shit. No. <laughs> you know, I, like, but got- I don't have people in my life that... that nah, there's, there's, there's a I couple people. people I lost, I have a lot of a lot of shit Good people though, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, most of the people that I really got love for, like my pops, my grandma, you know what I'm saying? My boy Munch, rest in peace. He done passed away last year at a young age. It's like, always reminded by them. You know what I mean? Like, my dad gave me this bracelet, you know what I mean? Wow. Before he passed away, and it's something that I wear. I would never take it. Like, like my chain. My pops gave me that. I, I would never. He's alive, 
but it's something that it matters to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Give it he's to me a long, me long time ago. He's always let me borrow it because, you know, I don't want to look fly. And then he said, you know, something that happens to me, I want you to have it. I wear it in remembrance of him. That shit is fly. As a matter of fact, I looked that shit a couple times. I looked at it a couple times. I looked at this nigga shot. Right. You know but yeah, bro. Appreciate it, bro. I got, yeah, a couple, nah. I got a couple business things I got to take care of after this. So I'm not taking light. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Don't, don't even finish Man, that. Don't even finish that. I'm sorry. Don't even finish that. Yo, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I we'll didn't. Good. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, bro. You know, anything else, you know what I'm saying, before we get out of here that you want people to know about you, about your experiences? And it's I'm not saying it's like something you got to say in two minutes. I'm saying anything you want to talk about, anything you came here and like had in my, mind. For me, my story that I really just want to put out there is, you know, growing up, having some trials and tribulations from a, from a, from a middle class kind of neighborhood. You know, fought addiction. You know what I mean? Fought a lot of shit that I that I had to fight through. You know, losing my pops was definitely a big, big knockdown for me. I felt like I was at my bottom, but I was able to fight through that shit with a positive outlook. You know, I'm a person that I think if I meet somebody, <coughs> I want them to leave happier than came in. I'm big on putting that out there. That's kind of like my father was. My father was the type of person that would go into a place, talk to all the girls, the ladies, you know, tell them they're beautiful, you know what I mean? Fake flirt type shit. Like he was on some OG shit. He'd make fun of people. He just, he was a lively person, so I take after him. So that's what I try to try to infect the world that way. So just stay positive. You know, I've been through a lot of shit, but right now I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm very happy. Ask your son, my brother, respectfully. What do you do for your health? Remember, you have a, have a daughter coming. I'm very out of shape right now. I remember you. You was, you was always sporty, sporty yeah. guy. I'm very out of shape right now. I'm probably, you know, 70, 80 pounds more than I really want to be. I used to go to the gym before the pandemic, and then I let that shit. I have a house now. Put yeah. some weights. Get, get it popping. I'm gonna get some weights. You bro. see my, you see my little spot. I just bought a bench. All that there. That's Man. the type of shit I gotta get because yeah. I got, I got a basement downstairs. Yeah, we can make shit. We can it's make shit happen. It's not finished right now. Yeah, but um, I kind of put off finishing it, but I gotta finish it. I gotta get a gym down there, Before bro. Before you buy a gym, uh, anything from a gym, talk to me. I can, I can put you in the right to, direction. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm, you know, what I'm saying there's people selling shit for way too much, and I got, I got the guy that that has it that that can get you the right price, and and you'll be happy. They'll set you up properly. You need a nice little setup where you're going to yeah. be at that's going to be, you know what I'm saying? Look at my shit. It's good. I could do squats on that. I could do everything. I'm, saying I'm, I'm, I'm working right now to be a better me. Shit. And the only reason I say that is because I know you have a child coming. Shit. But what are you planning on doing? Just, let, let, just a, a breakdown. Well, right you know what I'm saying? Because right you, you, you were a healthy yeah, man. You understand my, sports. My biggest thing was I kind of used my career as an excuse to stop doing things that kept me fit, such as I used they to play, know it. used to play basketball three times a week at an open gym that we rented out. Got into the car business, you know, schedule was nine to nine. So you, you're fucking done a lot of times in your mind. Even though you can still go home and work out, stop playing basketball. And from playing basketball, now 
not really doing much, and you're eating not really healthy food, because when you're at work, you order from the diner, you order from fast food places, fat shit, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, in time, year to year to year, gain five, you gain seven. About two years ago, <coughs> I wanted to just, I was just pretty much tired of this shit. So, I joined the gym, you know what I'm saying? I was going to that shit, you know, five days a week, at least trying my best to. Yeah. You know, eating, not late no more. Just making little changes. It was working. I lost like 15 pounds. Now I went from 285 to 260. Right. So now I'm like, let's get it. My goal is to be at 200. Yeah. That's what, what happens. Bang. How tall are you? I'm six feet tall. Yeah. So I'm like 511, 5'10, 5'10. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah, you should be around there because I'm, I'm at 209. Shit. So um, so right as of right now, goal was headed that way. Yeah. Since the pandemic happens, basically, cancel gym, fuck everything. Yeah. And now you back to two eighty, two eighty nine. Now you close to almost three hundred. So, I was talking to wifey. Pretty much, we gotta do something. We got each other. We got the place. Let's motivate each other. Let's do it. Work out at home, brother. There's no other place so, to do it right now. You know, we definitely sometimes we. Believe it or not, work out together at home. You know what I mean? Yo, bro, if you can work out with your wife, bro, let me explain something to you. It, it's going to make your relationship something tighter than, than it's ever been. Even you know, even if it's tight now. You push each other, yo. You're doing yes. some MMA workout shit. You fucking punching. You yeah. kicking, yo. And, and you know what? Y'all going through it together. Y'all crazy both fucking workout, bro. Y'all hurt it together. Y'all talking about each other's fucking gains. You feel me? Like, that, that, yeah. that fucking feels good because... My my wife is doing the most. Yo, I had a back injury. I've said it here before. I had a back injury last year. My nigga I gained mad weight. My nigga, I, I fucking had like this belly pouch going, and I didn't have. And right, shit. But, I, but I'm a fat dude. I was always fat. I was never skinny. You know, you know me. I was never skinny. A skinny dude. But I was never really, really fat. You know what I'm saying? But I was never skinny. So, but I caught myself just gaining, and I was getting comfortable with it. And then my wife started work, working out, and I'm looking at her, and and she, she's in her little shorts. And like yo, you looking good and shit. I'm like, she's looking good. I'm not. I'm not feeling good. And she's looking good. And I need to fucking you know catch up. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I've been telling you. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, she just led by example to me. She literally led to me, led me by example. Like yo, I'm gonna do what you're gonna. What, what if you're not gonna not gonna get it in? I'm gonna get it in. She started working out in the house, and you know what I'm saying. She's a stay at home wife. You know what I'm saying? So she's working out in the house. And she she's looking good. I'm like, I need to get right myself. You know what I'm saying? And then I can, and, and my back was injured and shit. And I just like I had the the like two herniated discs. It's nothing crazy, but herniated discs. Oh no, no, it is crazy. Nigga. If you have heard of herniated discs, nigga, you know that motherfucker hurts. Twenty four hours a day. At every yo, you become you're irritable. You're an asshole. I was an asshole for nine months, bro. In in this motherfucker, not a full asshole, but it was just I I couldn't play with my kids. It was horrible, my nigga. Yeah. But she motivated me. She was like, yo, please try something. And my nigga, so I started working out. I came down here. I started doing dips. I started doing what I got to do and, and working with the little weight that I had at the time. Yo, I, I, my back started feeling better. The hernia issue went away, my nigga. And like a matter of like, like two, three months, I was like back to normal, like walking, standing up straight and carrying my kids and just back to normal. So all I'm saying is that working out changes Everything changes attitude. It ch- it changes dick pressure. 
That changes. Yo, you know yo. Like it should be like, it should be like, it should be like, yo, only half an hour type shit. Yo, you got half hour. That's, and that's what they make you say. It. Yo, your half hour is now. Listen, it's a hard fucking working. half hour. You're working. This motherfucker, this motherfucker, make you feel like you ain't shit. But you're working. It's definitely something that we gotta get back into. We gotta get back on the ball. Yeah, my brother. I just, I, I just say respectfully. I'm not looking at you as in like, oh, Mike's fat. I'm looking at you as in, oh, I want Mike to be healthy because he has a child coming. There's a wife around. He has people right. to feed. Right. You feel mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's the only reason. I don't want you to, 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 to like just think, think that I'm, you know. I mean, what, what are your thoughts? You, you don't feel any way about what I'm saying. No. Right, right now, right now, I'm not where I need to be. Yeah, but you're going to be where you need to be. And that's oh, all I'm that matters. I will go at it. Yeah, nigga. We'll like, I want you to be, and I want you to be healthy, and I want you to be good, man. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's not a, it's not about anything, nigga. Yo, people die every day, bro, from the weirdest shit, from anything, crossing the street. You know what I'm saying? Anytime can come anytime. Yeah, my nigga, you might have ate some weird shit. I just saw some dude recently, right now, that was healthy the last time I saw him, and then now he has like a bag or some shit on him. He said he ate some Thai food. And he caught a parasite of some sort that's fucking him up. Nigga. That's how that goes. Shit, shit just, I don't know. Like, you know, so. Anything can happen. Anytime. Say that again? Anything can happen anytime. Yeah. 100%. So it's like, I didn't, of course, take care of yourself. But the nigga preaching health, be the nigga t- the, the next day that's gone. And you're like, hey, this healthy ass nigga gone. This shit. But it's not about that. It's just about why you're living, feeling comfortable and being good, being healthy and shit and being okay. Sometimes the dedication to the career is put as an excuse in your head to go so hard here and don't worry about anything else. And your health will not be anything with the wealth. You can't enjoy your wealth without health. So both of them matter. So as far as I was going, it's hard to try to push that ceiling to make more, more, more. I have to realize that it doesn't matter how much you make if you ain't alive to, to enjoy it. Yeah, facts. So I'm going to get that right. Facts, nigga. And, facts. And, you live, and you live far. If you lived around here, I tell you, come... Come, come hit it with me and my boy Nick, nigga. You know, the weather's getting better. Yeah. Now we can go on them hikes and enjoy them Pocono Mountains. So. <sighs> Beautiful, man. Buy yourself a mountain bike. I have yeah. a mountain bike, yo. And it, it, buy yourself a, a, a good mountain bike. You got money, nigga. So don't buy yourself yeah. no fucking three, four hundred dollar mountain bike. Buy yourself a good twelve fucking fifteen hundred dollar mountain bike. Nice bike. Buy one for your wife too. The same shit. You know what I'm saying? And 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 ride, you know what I'm saying? I I I can direct you on that because I I'm I'm about I yeah I might you know need that, that what, You know what I'm saying? When when I uh when I when we're done, I'm gonna show you what I'm doing to my mountain bike. I have a really good mountain bike, and I'm fucking putting more work on it now. And um at the end of the day, it's 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 something. It's about having fun doing it. But you and your wife going into the Poconos to ride, you know what I'm saying? Keep the, leave, leave the baby with the wife with, with the with the with the mom or somebody, yeah, so you guys fire. can go get get. And that right there, especially down there, that you can ride places. Beautiful. You know what I'm Bring your gun because I don't know if there's bears. You know what I'm saying? Bunch of guns, bunch of guns. Once you once you move the PA, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm I niggas. I had a uh, a gun podcast here with some um. Tra- uh, training guys that, that know know about guns and shit. Um, so you know, I'm everybody knows that I am definitely down with the Second Amendment. Jersey sucks about it. I can't carry my shit around yeah, listen, here. Once you get the PA and you get that license, the first thing you do is you know, get yourself up. get yourself a pistol, get yourself a shotgun, and get yourself a rifle. So we definitely good in my household. Oh, we we, we, we got the same here. Yeah, no, yeah. Here, but I just can't carry it. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's like, a suck, It's man. like a rule. It's an unwritten rule. Once you move to PA, 
Yeah, you need to you have gotta, all that. You gotta just do it. You just gotta do it. You got bears. You got yeah. fucking. You don't know what yeah, the fuck might pick up on your ass. Make a heck was on trackball. Like, ah, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, man. Nah, um, definitely, man. And I'm glad that you fucking um, strapped up and, and have your house properly. You're right. There's stuff out there. So just make sure when you're riding in your area to bring something because you, you know, bring a good four or five with you. You see some shit out there, man. Yeah, I imagine. What you see? Big bears, bro. And they come from pretty close. I know. They ain't scared. They'll, they'll, they're 35 miles an hour, they run at your ass. Nigga, they, in, oh, climb a tree back at the way out. Niggas will come at your so, ass fast. They, they'll eat you up out the tree. Small line. Mountain lion there. What was that? All right, so that's a, that's why I told you about that because mountain lions are the are, you you you're liable to get attacked by a mountain lion first than a bear. Mountain mm-hmm. lions. I heard mad stories. I've never seen one yet, but that's what I heard stories about. Hmm. And, and pray they don't see you because before you, you, you see eagle. them, you see eagle in that. Yeah, that's dope. Fire. Before you I've see they see you. Nothing. Before you see them, they see you, nigga. Yeah. The niggas be in the woods far away stalking their prey. And that's why if, if I was a, a mountain biker in a place like that, I'd always carry my gun. You know, I, I know- took on fishing too. Huh? I took on fishing. Oh, that's what's up. So we fishing a lot. You know what I mean? We're all, we got three lakes that we can choose from in our development. Pretty dope. That's dope, my nigga. It's a different lifestyle. I, I don't even know how to fish. I don't know none of that. My son fishes. He lives in South Jersey. Shit, so I, I don't, yeah, I don't fish, man. I really wish I, I like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn all that shit because you know what? As a man, you should know that stuff, just in case you gotta go into the wilderness and help your family. But let's be fucking real. If this world was to become nothing and some shit ha- happened, it's not gonna be like those movies, like with the Rock, where you're gonna die a slow, uncomfortable death. You know what I'm saying? If it happens to be that, everything breaks down around this motherfucker. A comment hit you, son. All right. You, you might find a couple of... Uh, no, you're done. Yeah, you're done. You're you done. might find a, a grocery store or two. You finished. I think you're coming back. Yeah, yeah. There's no, the grid is off. There's no cell phone. There. You don't even know how to live. Hey, most of y'all niggas, the, the only thing that we have as as this, as our people in, thir- in their 30s that we're lucky is that we know how to live without technology. We've never done. We 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 didn't have we it. Don't get it twisted. Really. We didn't grow up really same age as these kids. Nah, but you know what? Huh. Don't get it twisted, bro. We are literally, um, we're literally in trans, like entranced by this shit already. We're done. Like you know, we're not what we used to be. Mike, like you were not. Um, she controlled. We're not, uh, like, like remember back in the days we used to be able to uh, uh, be out and not um, communicate with, with the people in the house for hours. We'd be out, nigga. We'd be out playing basketball. We'd be out on yeah. our bikes, riding bikes, yeah. going places yeah. to 80th Street Park, far as hell, right? Hell yeah. Well, back in the back. days. Back in the days, your brother, all of us. We used to, like, all of us back in the days, like, people at some point have, have, have been together, you know what I'm saying, somewhere far. And... You ain't talk to your mom in two, three, four hours, my nigga. Nowadays, your mom can call you right now. Shit. And then we, we were younger, and then my, my parents thought it wasn't cool. It wasn't okay to have a beeper because they thought it was a drug dealer. 
And then finally they got the beat. They got understood. And they were like, oh, yeah, let's get them a beeper. They gave me the beeper. And you go, beep, 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 beep. And then they would beep you. It just got, but, but before communication was something is that once you're gone, oh, you're gone, oh. nigga. No, you're done. You're that's gone. It. And then when you come back, that's when I see you, nigga. My phone is my business, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This thing is a little more important to me yeah. than the average person. So once that goes. Tell you right now, my phone is my business. Right now, know how to act. what's on there right there is worth six figures. I can't. That thing right there is my everything. Dang. Nigga. So, and you know what? And like I told you, I appreciate you taking motherfucking time out of your day to come see me, my G, because I know the time is money for you. You came over here. You ain't even fucking flinch, my nigga. Not a moment. You came here. You gave me your full attention, eye contact, 100% love. Man, I appreciate you, bro. Because you know mm -hmm. what? Yeah, man. For sure. For sure. For sure. Family, yeah. man. It's family. It's no bullshit. It's family. Yeah, man. So, pops and my pops knew each other. Yeah, man. Your family's been family because you know what? Your family's been around. And you came, and my father knows you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and always yeah, go to the store, yeah, man. Yeah, and your, yeah, and I've seen your mom in the Navigator. And she actually had a Navigator. Was it a Navigator? Yeah, she was OG. You know <laughs> she pulled up, she pulled up in the yeah, Navi, black I'd be like, be like <laughs> Chuck the Deuces. <laughs> Mad cool. She's still the best. <laughs> God bless you. Shout out to Mercedes. Yo, shout out. Where did you Drove her crazy. Yo, hey, man, you know what? Kid, I'll be honest, the favorite always drives them crazy. They're not going to tell us that we're the favorite. I was the middle child, man. Yeah. I drove crazy. Oh, I'm the, I'm the middle too. The same thing, but we're the favorite. Don't get it twisted. They might, they might, not, they, they might not tell us, but we're the favorite. I had my beepers going crazy. She yeah. was out there putting that dirt on the street. It, was dirt. it, was, it wasn't gas. Yo, my nigga, remember that dirt? My nigga was like 60 an ounce, my nigga. It was 60 bucks an ounce, my nigga. And shit, and and it, yo, that shit was crazy. And the Nick was like, was 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 like, <laughs> more last yeah. shit. No, no, no. Well, my, back in the days, a nickel bag of haraka was a twenty twenty bag. A haraka was, was like the, a half. It was this. Was this? It was like a whatever. It was this a, a nickel bag. But there would be like these bags that were like straight. I'm sorry for the people that are listening. Instead of uh, watching, there would be a bag that was like uh, a zip, like a little rectangle zip bag. And if you wanted a nick, the nigga would just take his mouth and go like this and give it to you, nigga. Right? He would cut the shit with his mouth in right. front of you, nigga. Pre-COVID as hell. That was pre-COVID, COVID, right. COVID, COVID, pre COVID, COVID. And shit in the 90s, he's like, cut. Here you go, nigga. That's half the bag, nigga. And he'll spit that out. And guess what? He's selling that, that other piece to somebody else. And they would buy it, light it up in a Philly, in a Philly blunt. <laughs> like, that's 90s talk, nigga. Man, memories. Yeah, where it is boom, yo. But yo, man, like I said, yo, we're going to end it now. I appreciate you, brother, man. You, sir, are a pleasure to be around. Appreciate it. Pleasure that. to be around. You have a home here, nigga. Anything you want to promote, anybody that, that you fuck with, that, 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 that you know you want to bring on here, he's welcome. I be booked, but I don't give a fuck. I find a way to make it happen, nigga. Hippie Blue is the next person you got to have up here because the kid's representing the Union City. And he's uh, probably you know the most talented person I've ever worked with. I need Hippie Blue on here then. So uh, you're going to make that happen. You're going to be on that mic over here. And uh, we're all going to hang out. Love, man. And talk some shit, man. <laughs> Mad love. I appreciate you, Mike. Yo, this whiskey no chaser, man. See ya. Chapo, 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 chapo
This episode was produced by Appaloosa Media. You can find us at appaloosamedia.com.